<laughs> well, the song's creeper, and I remember. Nobody <laughs> has given Carl the slip this week, right? No. And uh, we are gathered around that old oak table in the Taylor Park, otherwise known as Oak Hill, Florida, for episode number thirty-eight of Taylor Trash Fly Fishing, fellas. We're here. What's happening? We've yeah. taken attendance, and we're at 100%. No, no one. That's... Nobody's parents are getting the robocall. Nope. <laughs> nope. Not tonight. Our all was not in class today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so what's going on, fellas? Everybody have a good Thanksgiving? I Absolutely. Did. I will say it is, like, to backtrack, it's really hard. Like, your parents don't get the robocall when you're homeschooled. Do you, do you feel like you like missed, missed out, out on the robocall? Hell no. Y'all got stuck in a building for eight hours. I finished my school and did what I wanted. Uh, I mean, I did what I wanted. I did what I wanted in the building. <laughs> in the building. <laughs> well, I did in the house. Things were, things were <laughs> in, different then. In my pajamas, unsocializing with people. It was pretty great. Unsocializing. <laughs> yeah. It's the opposite. It's, the, it's like going out of your way not to socialize. I still mm-hmm. do the shop. Sometimes mm-hmm. I get like... So... My new game at work is to listen to what songs the crackheads are playing on their radios when they drive by on their bikes. Right, because so it's like a <laughs> like a wind tunnel. In is there. crack really the, is crack really a thing still? I don't know. Yeah, I I think so. There, let me put it this way: something's going around in Holly Hill. Um, I'm not exactly sure what the drug. I mean, I would think is. it's like probably more meth. Yeah, but probably. But I'll tell you the funniest thing: there's like a corner store. And I was I went to go get a bottle of water and I almost got run over <laughs> by a lady on a bicycle, headphones in, at the top of her lungs, no tune, singing the devil went down to Georgia. Just like <laughs> ran me off the sidewalk. <laughs> and that's what started this whole game. I was like, What in the whole world? Uh yeah. So, so Thanksgiving was good. Yeah. <laughs> so the long and the short of it, Thanksgiving was great. Yeah. <laughs> what did we? Uh, it was, that was long ago. It feels. It, like it really. It really now wasn't. Though. About, I know. It was like a week. Yeah, yeah it was like a was week it. ago. Yep. So, I believe you hosted um, uh, breakfast, yeah. breakfast, brunch. Yes. Um, we moved in and got settled. I'd been in the house for a week. Mm-hmm. My sister, brother-in-law, and nephew came down from Tennessee. Um, I actually, pri- I guess, before Thanksgiving, uh, between our last podcast and, and Thanksgiving to today, prior to Thanksgiving, I actually got a chance to go out and fish with Jameson. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Omaha. I remember. Yeah. Yeah, that was that we we actually had a really good day on the water, had a lot of fun. Um did a little JB's action for lunch, mm-hmm. a little late lunch action. Um but yeah, it's a blur, man. Like with the holidays. I was, yeah. yeah. It feels a lot longer than like the short amount of time that's passed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like cuz since Thanksgiving proper, um here in NSB, we had like the Holiday lighting ceremony on Canal today. Thank God we missed it. Carl, you got hung up in <laughs> yeah, yeah. traffic from the big uh, parade, Christmas parade. Yeah. Next weekend, I think, is the boat parade. And isn't there 
a cart parade coming soon as well. I mean, I I would imagine that <laughs> where, sounds that sounds yeah. yeah. It's where everybody decorates the shit out of their golf carts and drives from Flagler all the way over the, oh, the North Causeway. Yeah, no, that would be oh, were, if that was the case, we'd be entering cart. that. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> and ben, you and I, you and I fished. We, we, we fished. We, we fished we fish before fish or after Thanksgiving. Saturday after. Saturday after. Because when was it? Th- I don't know if anybody's ever told you this, but there's a good chance, and and you might want to go to the doctor. You're contagious. I'm contagious. Yes, I I fished alone yesterday. Uh huh. Because um, my good buddy Mark <laughs> I know where this is going. stood me up. Yeah. Um, for some family responsibilities, <laughs> I fucked up two fish you, yesterday and, and, signature move. and the 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 one that still is haunting me the trout set i trout set the shit out of a fish that had i hooked it no bullshit 100 without a doubt would have been my personal best redfish Big in fat. the lagoon that's awesome the wow. motherfucker had to be 36 inches that's cool i was I'm I, like I'm pulling along, and I, I'm really focused on the shoreline, and I get just like a glimpse of color off the edge of the flat in a little bit deeper water. I'm like, holy <laughs> shit! And I put the push pole down, pick up the rod, make a real short cast, and just like one quick strip above the fish, and it reacts and comes up fucking full watch the fly go in his fucking face and instead of strip setting i was like ha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so and then he was like what what, what 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 the fuck where did it go like he didn't even like spook mm-hmm. he was just like okay where the fuck did that go that looked <laughs> yummy and where did it go and then i of course flailed like a fucking you know idiot and then he okay the i did that on saturday too so anyway you're contagious. So, fishing Saturday with you was interesting. For, <laughs> for like, as far as personally and the way I fished, I feel like right now I feel like the coach at the end of the game that's analyzing how it went. Play about your own rolling yeah, tape. Yeah, not staying tape. Didn't suck, but not necessarily happy with how the team performed. Um, I fished with Mark, and I felt like. And maybe it's because it was like familiar. It's pitching under docks. There's like, I felt like like I paused long enough to actually like my back cast actually uncurled. I didn't like, oh, shoot, redfish. Well, like, see, not unroll. I think it's Larry's intensity. Here's the thing, like, though. He Larry wants I'm not, he wants you to get that fish. Yeah, I but, could give two craps if. <laughs> like, yeah, you don't care if I catch fish. I get no, it, Mark. But. Um, <laughs> No, here's the thing. No, hold on, hold on. But I'm I hope that there's not a feeling if you're on the dance floor that there's a certain level of performance that you have to rise to because like performance anxiety. I'll I'll be honest with <laughs> no, you. I definitely I, I definitely want to give you the opportunity to catch fish. I definitely want to be able to clearly communicate when mm-hmm. we see a fish and like it, it's it's awesome if you catch the fish. But good lord, I hope that there's not like some kind of 
fucking untoward pressure <laughs> that you're putting <laughs> on your nice that, word that, so he, that I'm I, you know like because I, I think I'm pretty mellow from the back of the boat you are but here's what I think it is it's like because I mean every time Ben fucked up many times I would just simply <laughs> say don't worry about it bro there's another yeah, fish like, you know super easy. Like, He's like we'll find another one yeah uh-huh. like and, and, I, and I say that jokingly like I didn't give you any shit over no. any cast, no, good, the, battery. No. The, yeah, on, no. the only time I comment on casts is to prop you up and be like, dude, great shot. Or, yeah. holy shit, good, yeah. you know, good eyes. Like, you, you yeah. saw that fish, and, you know, you well said, before me. You said that, and then I I was, for whatever reason, like, I wasn't letting that back cast on, like, actually load the rod. Yeah, I like did, you know, you did okay. You're like, I did now, scold you a couple of times, yeah, but it and wasn't I hate to like, use the word scold. I'll say scold's yeah. not appropriate. You're like, hey. Schooled? I said finish the cast. Yeah, you said finish, finish the, the cast. cast. And I, I knew exactly what you meant. It was right. like, And, like, it was in the middle of a cast. It was like you weren't trying to elaborate, like, an essay while I'm trying to actually feed a fish. You're like, hey, finish the cast. And like, it it wasn't aggressive. It wasn't mean. It was yeah, just like, hey, get your head in the game a little bit. You're fine. Slow down. Right. And, and it was because you were you were being forced by the fish into a finesse game. Um, and, and I've been on the front of the boat in that same scenario. And if you don't finish the, like, it's just a matter of don't haul as much, but finish, you know, it's the same cast. Yeah. It's just don't create line speed for it. But if you try to just do it with the rod and kind of like stop and slow the rod down, You've got this giant loop that you create, and it flops. Ten, tends to be short. Yeah. Now you've, so yeah, you yeah. got what I was saying, and that's kind of the the double edged sword of you know trying to coach you up from the back. Yeah, and and it's good, and I think I think the pressure that like we put on ourselves is like if you think of like fishing in territories like. Like, I feel like Titusville is Mark's home water, and, Mm -hmm. like, Melbourne Grand is my home water. Like, and, like, as far as the lagoon goes, you've fished it way more than anybody for way longer. So, you're, like, the, the like, father figure of the lagoon, and you're, like, okay, I'm fishing with Larry. Like, this guy knows what's up. That's the intensity. Yeah. And it's... I'm talking about. And it's all... It's not on you. It's what we do in our own head. And that's that's what I'm saying is, like, I... There's got to be, and I'm hoping to figure out how to unlock the removal key on that equation. Like, because I'm a big believer in number one, don't put too much pressure on yourself. Number yeah. two, don't rush it because I myself sometimes will rush. Mine's, mine's yes. all about like speed, how fast stuff's coming <laughs> at you. You know what I mean? Like right. some days, uh-huh. it's like, oh shit, we can't see quite as far. So right. when you see a fish, now it's, you gotta but, be but no, going. No, no, going but you know? that's that's the crazy thing yeah. is like a lot of times you put that pressure on yourself. Mm-hmm. But if you would like put that aside and go, okay, yes, I'm gonna have a very small window of opportunity. Mm-hmm. But like swear to yourself that you're gonna five count it before you cast. Right. Because you always have like that, a couple more yeah, seconds. You do that that fish, you well, the fish is still oblivious to you. Like today, Mark, before I picked you up, mm-hmm. I was solo polling. And I picked an area only because I knew we had just started the outgoing tide. I knew that this little bay would be full of water, so fish are going to be in it. 
Water's moving back out. So if they're up there, they kind of get the feeling, hey, it's time to fucking close the deal because the water's running out. And bigger than any of those factors was there was going to be a lee shoreline. So when I pushed in there, I was pushing into the wind backwards on my skiff. So a little bit louder than, you know, the average whip ray because I'm going backwards. And I knew if I saw fish because we prior to you getting there, uh, there was really good light. I could see pretty far. Mm-hmm. So I knew if I saw a fish, I needed to finish polling, at least get a little bit of momentum going into the wind that I knew was going to get killed, and then I was going to start blowing backwards. But depending on what direction the fish was moving, I like kind of coached myself up to be like, okay, if you see a fish, stay fucking chill today, relax, you're going to need... like. Focus more on boat setup than yeah. worrying about the cast. Boom, here's a fish explodes on some bait right up on the shoreline. I'm like, okay, fucker, I, I know you're there. So then I'm like really slow, just creeping up. Finally, I see him. Okay, now I've got eyes on him. Put the push pole down, letting everything, okay, what's he doing? Okay, he's coming towards me. Make a cast, two strips. He inhales it give him this fucking steal, land the fish. And I'm like, fucking cardinal sin. <laughs> Today's going to be a good day. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm thinking it. I'm like, holy shit, you know? And then I saw like seven, eight more fish doing the exact same thing that homeboy that was dumb did. But no matter where I put the fly, they were just like either indifferent to it or in a couple of them, I hit them in the head by accident. But again, it's the slowing it down mm-hmm. and, yeah. and, you know, it's the weird dichotomy of, you know, you listen to a YouTube video or, you know, people are like the, the thing about saltwater fishing is you have to be able to get into the game quickly. Well, probably quicker than, I don't know, whatever, but you also don't have to rush. Mm-hmm. No. So, there's a time frame on when you're going to be there. Right. You know, but I mean, I it's think not that I, you can't stay there. The fish is hauling ass and you're chasing it or something. You know what I mean? It's not well, like in the truth. Like in our fishery anyway, if the fish starts hauling ass, just quit. Like right. it's, yeah. it's fucking not even yeah. worth Like if the fish yeah. knows you're there, it's a I don't care how good of a caster yeah. you are. Once they know you're there, it's fucking yeah. over. Yeah. So you, I mean, really it's boat control. Boat control and, yeah. and, and keeping your own emotions in control and just yeah. saying, okay, yeah. let me dissect this. Where do I really need to put this to make this a great shot? Because you are only going to get yeah. one, maybe two shots. Yeah. You know, if you fuck up short, you fuck right. up long, you're fucked. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, Ben, I interrupted your story. I am so sorry if I like no. you know <laughs> did not give you the uh, no I feel like guided I... trip that you were expecting. No, I, I actually... did notice that I did not get a tip at the end mm-hmm. of the trip. No, just no. I think I think the going rate is uh, like a hundred dollars per fish caught, um, which means you owe me two hundred dollars because <laughs> you're the only one that caught fish that day. Um, no, actually, it was a it was a ton of fun. Um, I did put some pressure on myself, and part of it is like I haven't 
Carl and I have worked so much lately. I haven't gone out and actually like sight fished reds, and it feels like a freaking long time. I've seen a couple waiting the flats, but like on a boat, like mm-hmm. it, it almost felt new again. Oh, it's got to be a different. Like it, yeah. it was crazy, and so like in my head, I was like, oh shoot, there they are. And like to be honest, like you, you fish Mosquito Lagoon, and and it's like okay, like in my previous was like okay, I might see like four four fish today, and like so you're going like okay, you're gonna get four shots, and like to be honest, like. I feel like, I mean, I saw more from the front of the skiff than you did as far as like not saw more, but like what I had shots at. I want to say it was like between 10 and 15 fish. Yeah. Like it was, it was a, it was a lot of redfish. Like I was shocked. There's no doubt I fucked up. I should have taken the bow first because that was like when most of the fish happened. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But here's the thing though. I want to bump that two up. Yeah. And, but like. And like so, here's the funny thing. Like I was fixing to t- say to Larry, "Is like, dude, I think we need to switch up because I need to like I need a little break off the front of this boat." And you're like, "Hey, we're coming up to a like a left shoreline. It's gonna be good for left hand caster. Let's change up." I was like, "Thank God." And like, no joke. Five minutes in, you're like, r- like we see a redfish, first cast, drops it, tick tick, boom, eat. Fish is swirling up to the boat. Like on the line, I was like, "Man, that was awesome!" Like it was, it was cool. Like it, because like I had fish follow the fly. I had, I had some rejections, just like you know. Yeah, you like had you had fish it. that you made great shots too. Yeah. That like the fish literally went from swimming along the bottom, following the fly, to following it all the way to the surface and like giving it a little bump mm. with its nose. Like, yeah, not quite sure. Would fucking yeah. Noah tie that shit? Mm-hmm. Take that <laughs> yeah. shit back home. <laughs> So, I mean, it was a fucking crazy fucking morning. So, back to the back to the choice on whether I fucked up and took the wrong part of the day when it was like target rich or picked up scraps mm-hmm. after we switched mm-hmm. to the lefty shoreline. That's like, like kind of like pinch, pinch that, hitting. Yeah, well, it's, yeah. it's the it's the age old problem of you know figuring out what what's the right decision okay so i'll be honest with you it was a cool morning mm-hmm. um and and it wasn't early in the morning i don't do uh, ass no. crack early anymore i i wait for it to be good highlight so that you know there's good sight fishing fish haven't been tailing very well at least in the areas that i'm fishing so i was like ben let's let's shoot for nine nine thirty start and that's what we did. So I'm also doing the calculus of, okay, when we get out there, I'm going to take him to a good, you know, high probability area, you know, based on my recent fishing. So there's going to be fish there, but do I let Ben pull first or do I pull first? Well, you know, it's supposed to get up around 80 today you didn't want to be hot so i think i'm gonna pull first (laughs) and if i pull first then by the time we switch up it's actually going to be hot and then i can just fucking be kicking it up on the dance floor so like that's part of like my calculation my calculation Mm -hmm. is like what what's tolerable to me and I'd, i'd rather give away 30 shots and not be pulling when it's hot yeah so and I think it worked out good. And like, like I said, I was 
like shocked, like pleasantly surprised and very satisfied that like the amount of fish we saw, the amount of shots I got. Um, then as it like, it got like less good fishing, like the amount of shots you got and the amount of fish you like we saw when you were on the front. It's like, I, it was a, like a really good day as far as what we no, saw. It was, it was a really good day. And then, uh, and then like the one fish. So the last time I really like stuck a good fish was with Mark when I caught that tarpon under that dock. And it was like, yeah. it was like getting hit with a cinder block. Like that line stopped. And that's what I've been used to. So like, I'm so used to throwing for tarpon. I've been like, I've got a pretty aggressive strip set and like, I, so you could say I'm a tarpon, like a guru. I'd say curator, curator yeah, of Mark curates tarpon <laughs> for me. Right. Um, pretty cool gig. Um, <laughs> you know th- that now that you're saying it, like I do remember, like you, you definitely build danced a couple of fish, but a couple of fish, that ate you had eaters that you just strip set the living shit out and i yeah. was like dude <laughs> yes. like how yeah. about how about just like and i did i even said i said we're fishing redfish they hook themselves <laughs> like wait till you feel yeah. it and then just give it like a little bit of a set like you don't have to like right fucking set (laughs) the shit out of it because from my perch you know behind you Mm -hmm. i'm watching and i'm like seeing gill flare watching fly go in the mouth and then seeing you like wham wham (laughs) and like fly shoots out of their mouth and they're like what the fuck just happened yeah Mm -hmm. and then they're like you know the redfish is like i gotta get out of here because shit's like disappearing (laughs) i know i just ate something but it just disappeared this is like voodoo i'm out of here (laughs) right so and it's funny because because I, my I'm used to strip setting. I don't trout set too much. And then first fish, like I knew redfish are a little more delicate than a tarpon when they hit typically. And so like I, I it, wouldn't use the term delicate well, for a redfish. It's ever. delicate. It's not, but like <laughs> dainty in my in my dumb mind's eye. Like this is what I'm I'm thinking. So the I felt that first fish that I trout set um, actually like bump the fly. And I was like, got him. And <laughs> instead of setting, I just like went to fight mode. Because I was like, yes, I got to read this. has been forever. And then I, I got, as soon as I lifted the rod, I was like, you dumb idiot. <laughs> like, <laughs> you forgot a step. And so I was like determined the next time, like that ain't going to happen again. I'm not trout setting another one. And then I went back into my like tarpon hook set and just was like, <laughs> kill him. <laughs> Rip his guts out through his mouth. Yeah. Uh, but it was fun. I'll, uh, I'm looking forward to round two. Yeah, anytime you want to go again, be more than happy to. Um, one thing that I forgot when uh, Jameson and I went and fit we Jameson and I fished a couple days before we did. Yeah, but not the exact area that you and I fished, but very close in the same ballpark. Yeah, just maybe not down the third baseline. Yeah. Um, and I know I posted a story and maybe even put it in a post. Dude, we saw a freaking little four-point buck swimming, yeah. swimming. between mm-hmm. the islands. Yeah, and like cool as heck. You know, the like clearly, I know there's deer in Florida, right? Yeah. But like when you're on the east side of the Intracoastal, 
you're like, I'm not going to see deer. That's over the last. Here. We saw yeah. a big ass right. pig one time. Yeah, 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 yeah we yeah, saw that big yeah, boar. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was but, a launch or something night. Yeah, we were headed down for the SpaceX deal. Yeah. But uh, yeah, like I was, I was pulling along. And Jameson was on the front of the skiff, and I just like it. It wasn't because of noise or anything. I just happened to like, like, kind of look over my shoulder, and I was like, "Holy shit!" Like, the fuck it all was out of was like a little bit of its neck, its head, and its little four prongs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I said, "Jameson, turn around!" And Jameson turns around, and when he turns around, the deer saw him turn. Jameson said the deer like looked at him and like the ears the like ears. folded yeah. in and yeah. and that's when by the time now Jameson and I are both like oh fuck oh fuck trying to get phones <laughs> out you know and by the time we started both it was recording it had made it back to where it could touch bottom so it's like yeah, yeah. jumping yeah. jumping it's jumping yeah. yeah so anyway that's that, that was like a really cool like highlight you know we how often is that you, you see yeah. fucking yeah. deer swimming across the flat? You know, I mean, to put it in perspective, collectively, it's been about what two and a half years of podcasting. That's the first, like, for you, that's the first deer story I've heard. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would tell you that's the first deer story I've ever been able to <laughs> yeah. tell since yeah. I've been fishing <laughs> out there, uh, so there I'll, is I'll, a, That'll help put it in perspective. A cool, like, old school, <clears throat> back when, like, Duck Commander first started. They used they started like making these hunting videos like way before they had a TV show. And right. One of them is them in a duck blind as this deer, like starts coming across a salt marsh and it sees them and takes off. And one of them, like they've just got shotguns. One of them had buckshot in it and like pepper. They just does like a perfect. They hit it perfect front flip, lands on its back dead. <laughs> harvested the deer. You know, <laughs> on the nice. duck hunt. I would be remiss. To say that I've never watched Duck Commander, yeah, but I've only watched a few episodes. But one of the episodes that I saw, and I don't remember the characters that are in it, yeah, but um, they had their warehouse slash mm-hmm. office or mm-hmm. whatever, mm-hmm. and I thought it was the funniest damn thing. They were talking about Google Earth or Google Maps. Mm-hmm. And like how often the uh, map set would update mm-hmm. from the satellite, yep. and they were having like an argument back and forth. Maybe they weren't even arguing, but it was it was an item of yeah. discussion. And so they had looked up the Duck Commander headquarters on Google Maps, and they were like, "Okay, let's go out and throw like." 10 decoys yeah. on the roof and then that way we'll know when they've updated but how many times have you uh, have you ever personally like looked at okay so i've definitely looked for myself before have you so uh, yeah you just go like i looked at my house and at work or whatever i never <clears throat> you never can see my car really so it'll update different between work and your house so you're just at a different one when they update those two different areas you know what i mean mm-hmm and I just never can find my car sitting in the parking lot or the driveway or whatever. I always do it, man. I think it's funny. <laughs> I I have looked like to see like, you know, I've I've seen my wife's car in mm-hmm. the driveway. Um street view. You yeah. Ever, oh like, yeah, yeah. You know, if you go down to street yeah. view and like um I wanna say it was in Altamont Springs last week. Um just as like kind of a extra 
to the story. They were talking about a robbery that had happened, and they had. Uh, it was a. It was like a drug deal gone bad, so somebody yeah. got shot or whatever. And it's like almost a year ago, right? And the cops ended up figuring out the freaking murder by its street view. They they had a description of the getaway vehicle and based on how soon they got to that area and they knew that that vehicle didn't really get outside of X area. Yeah. They started going through Google Street View until they found that vehicle description in that neighborhood in front of a house. So then they targeted and started watching that house. And lo and behold, dude, like the the description like shows up that ha- like damn. and that's how they. I was like, damn, yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> Playing some kind, and that's just like at your house too. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, you could totally do that. Look through that. Public. Can you imagine, like, guys, I, I got an idea. <laughs> We're going to spend hours right. on the computer mm-hmm. just clicking that little arrow, moving to the next house, pan left, pan right, next house, pan yeah. left, <laughs> pan right. Well, I saw, I saw, I guess, is it a meme um, that was somebody, like, back in, like, the 80s mm-hmm. on, like, an old rotary telephone? Yeah. And they're like, Oh, we better not talk about that anymore. <laughs> like, you know, they're oh, going to they're, they're yeah. tap our phone. And then it was <laughs> that it was the uh, Alexa, Alexa <laughs> or whatever. It's like um, basically you've given away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Something like, hey, wiretap. Can you get yeah, the recipe? That, the pancake? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. Hey, wiretap. Yeah, that's what it was. Yep. It was like. Ooh, don't talk about that. The wiretap our phone. Yeah. And then, and then the next one, it's like, hey, wiretap. Will you give me the... There you go. Yeah. So... I, I suck at telling stories. My parents <laughs> had one. They took it to their new house. And the other day, mom's like, hey, uh, I really don't get feel like getting spot on anymore. You can have this. It's like, well, I never wanted to begin with. But, uh, lo and behold... Everybody's f- afraid of it. So it I like... I don't, I don't trust it. Um... My buddy said, he goes, I don't trust him. My first girlfriend's name was Alexa. That didn't work out real well. <laughs> but um, I was going to take it to the shop because it doesn't. we don't have Wi-Fi. <laughs> they can't right. connect and you can just like play as a Bluetooth speaker. And it's pretty freaking loud. The um, God, I was just talking about that stuff today with a guy, uh, a customer. And it, it's like the amount of data that's that you give to people. Oh, it's insane. Um, yeah, it's ridiculous. I mean, like game, like free games and free apps and all this kind of stuff. It's free because they're... Yeah, they're collecting all your shit. Yeah. Wonderful. Digital tech. <laughs> 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 well, you know, it's... Uh, you know, people will explain, you know, well... Like Instagram and Facebook and all of it, you know, I don't know how they are so uncanny, but you have a conversation with your wife or your girlfriend. Oh, the ad. And then all of a sudden that fucking ad starts popping up. Yeah. You're like, really? Yeah. It's kind of creepy. Not something you searched. Right. I didn't search it. Yeah. The first time I saw cookies like a million years ago, I was like, no, what's going on here? And I really think like location services, if you have location services on, like, I drove the other morning, you know, two and a half hours to go to a job site, get there 20 minutes before I need to be there. 
and there's a Dunkin' Donuts. So I go to Dunkin' Donuts to get a cup of coffee and one of their croissant sandwiches or whatever. And the very next time that I open social media, there's a Dunkin' Donut sponsored ad. And I'm like, mm-hmm. that had to be low. Like, mm-hmm. day late and a dollar short, motherfucker. Right. I already ate it and already right. drank it. Yeah, like, exactly. I'll tell you the the creepier one is when the people you follow on Instagram will start. Like, they'll start guessing what you want. So I've got, we'll call it like Ben Pickett's Life Theories. <laughs> um, Life Theories by Ben Pickett. If you have a black and white profile picture of you stoically oh, right. looking at a camera, yeah. there is a 100% chance that you have one of two things is going to happen. Right. At some point in the very near future, you're going to have a hashtag ad. Right. Or it'll be like a hey bro, hey ad where you just tag every piece of clothing and right. or gear you use and wear hoping that like Cortland's going to like Pick give you, you the hookup yeah. cuz you're using yeah. a new redfish taper. The uh some of that stuff Instagram doesn't seem to be as good at it. Do you notice like the like no, weird cookie stuff? Um, I get some pretty off no, the wall. No, it started getting good. Is it like case in, in point now? today. Yeah. I got a espresso drink from Wawa. Mm-hmm. As I've been known to do occasionally on my way here. Um and I heard they had a new flavor so I f- like I said something about it to somebody else and the next sponsored out on my Instagram was really? for La Colombe Espresso. Wow. See, I, I haven't made like those connect. Maybe they're just not as blatant. Maybe. I see the ones like Facebook and just when you're cruising and reading articles on the internet. Yeah, yeah, those yeah. are like, come on. I was just talking about there. Just, you know, yeah, yeah. search there or whatever. Um, yeah, maybe they're better at it where yeah. I'm not like, oh, wow, that's like pretty in your face. Yeah. Um, I do get odd local ones do you ever get like the local and it, it's yeah. like some uh, air conditioning company or roofing right, company right. or something and it's just like oh uh mustard's last stand in melbourne you'll what get those that? a ton it's uh, a hot dog place good pretty, hot good. Dogs. pretty good yeah um but if you even like look at a hot dog the wrong way in the in Publix, mm-hmm. you're gonna get a mustard's last stand ad really oh yeah they pop up um if you drive by like a cart yeah, like it, it knows. Yeah. It's like, wrong car, baby. <laughs> Go here. Um, so, yeah, if you follow anybody with a uh, black and white stoic ad, like, I don't mm-hmm. know, art and angling, Mr. Patrick Duke, you're going to get a that's, hashtag that's ad. That's the connect. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe that's in this season. I don't know. It's kind of It's kind of weird. It's like... It's just certain little like tells, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and and I think, at the risk of just like ostracizing myself, uh-huh. I think the thing is like if you have a black and white stoic looking photo, I think it's that you take yourself too seriously, and you probably take your opinion too seriously, which is why you need to like tell everyone what gear you're using and what underwear brand you use. Right, right. Uh, so, as if people care that care. much. Yeah, yeah, definitely a rule um, when it comes to my social media use Mm -hmm. is upon seeing hashtag ad. Yeah. Poof. Mm -hmm. You're gone. Because 
I'm still old school. Like, I want to see what you're up to. Yeah. I want to see mm-hmm. the cool stuff you've seen. And I hope you enjoy the stuff that I think's cool that I share. Yeah. And if you, my, my understanding of hashtag ad is not that you think that brand is cool or that brand has hooked you up or, mm-hmm. or, or you ride for that brand. It's your being paid, right. compensated, 100% compensated for that content mm-hmm. in the form of cash. I suppose that's, mm-hmm. Maybe I'm wrong. That's my perception. Yeah. But I'm like, you're no longer somebody that I'm following and watching because I enjoy your content. You've become right. a you're commercial a enterprise yeah. that I just don't yeah. give a shit about. Yeah. 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 I do. Uh, I mean, I'll follow the stuff that I want to see. Yeah, I mean, if exactly. I'm really that interested in what like if, new rod or new this or new that's yeah, coming out, if I'm gonna follow that whatever. I mean, let's let's talk about the elephant in the room, okay? So we're not hypocritical. Yeah. Um. Do I hashtag? I don't hashtag. I don't hashtag much anymore. But do I in stories talk about Traeger? Yeah. Oh yeah, fucking a I do. Yeah. And you know why? Because I really fucking enjoy cooking mm-hmm. on the Traeger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And. Traeger has been nothing but kind to the podcast, to me personally. So, you know, it's the, it's, I, I do what Donald Trump won't do. I'm a quid pro quo motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you take care of me, I take care of you. You scratch yeah. my back, I scratch yours. So, you know, but, but I don't do it in the name of, well, there's cash behind the deal. Right, like, right. You know, and, and when there's cash behind the deal, it's like, do you really like that product or do you like the deposit slip? Right. Well, like I genuinely believe in and care for right. and like like the the stuff we ate tonight. I thought it was delicious. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. You know, but and we're getting we're almost getting spoiled. Yeah. I mean, the, if the first few times we made it like, oh, man, this. It came out awesome. We expected it at this point. Right. Like that yeah. thing is good. We uh, and, and you know what? The awesome part is I don't feel any pressure whatsoever. It's, there's yeah. there's there's never that been on the front of the skiff feeling of pressure. <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely one hundred percent have confidence that I can throw fucking shoe leather yeah, yeah. on there and, and it's gonna come and off Ben's and you guys are gonna be like, like Oh my that god, was that was awesome. great. Yeah. It's the yeah. best shoe leather I've ever had. Yeah. yeah. So I mean it's top notch. So anyway, I just wanted to clear the air there mm-hmm. because but, but it's different because like like you said, we use it, we love it, we appreciate it. It's funny to me, like like the latest one I've seen like a lot of, and it's like, it's almost like these people all had deals and they realized, Oh, the terms are out. We haven't hit our Columbia. Why? Quota. I, you yeah, know, like yeah. why fish quota. And it's weird. Like, so like free fly apparel, there'll be people who all they fish in and wear is free fly. They're comfortable. I love free fly. And now all of a sudden they're popping up in a Columbia. Like I love my Columbia's. This is why I'm like, I've never seen you wear this mm-hmm. ever. Mm-hmm. Like you've always worn this. I can definitely tell, like, where there's a like a push. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. One particular company or another. We got one. Like we were talking about earlier uh, on Facebook. There was some kind of, hey, let's bump up our number situation, and oh, we yeah. all got multiple, like multiple. I've multiple. got no less than six or seven invites to like a particular company yeah. in yeah. the apparel realm, right? 
And it's like, I don't, where, where's, and you know what? Is it Facebook generated or is it like this behind the scenes, like core group of quote unquote influencers that mm-hmm. they're like, hey, start sending out invites I, to like our page. I right. think it's got to be that because it's not like I've seen ads for the apparel company so much as I've just been invited by like right. a bunch of people. Half a dozen yeah. people. Yeah. I guess that would be a little bit more acceptable to be honest. Yeah, but like here's the thing. like, I don't know if they all work there though. No, they don't. No one I've been invited yeah. with actually yeah. works there um, or is on like any pro staff. Yeah, or like um, and the thing that cracks me up about it, I'm like, do you like, do you think like, oh shoot, I need to invite Ben cause he's never heard of this company before. Right. <laughs> like that he's, it's going to improve his life if he, if he only knew right. what he's missing. Like Columbia weird. Should yeah. Have, like should, I should clearly know well, about the, this the, company. The, the funniest thing to me is getting it on the Facebook platform mm-hmm. is like, I don't facebook much anymore yeah like you know i'll see the notification i'm like okay what's going you know making Mm -hmm. sure that i'm not you know like missing something and it's like you've been invited by blah 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 and blah 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 Mm -hmm. to like Mm -hmm. blah 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 and i'm like holy shit like fucking avalanche of fucking people want right it's like some kind of promotion or spiff or something uh, yeah Yeah. a a spiff or something and then I started. Then then I said, "Well, hold on a second. Wait, wait one second. Just back it up for a second, because now I'm starting to feel kind of important. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. wait a second. Are they th- are they are are they targeting me? Mm-hmm. And they're thinking that yeah. if I if if Lawrence <laughs> likes <laughs> this company." And all of Lawrence's friends mm-hmm. see that he likes this company that because we're going to be like trendsetter. Well, that's like, yeah. that's yeah. it's, it's like, you know, whoa, hey, yeah. may, maybe. Nah, sorry, can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I base all my likes. I go to your wall and say, what does Larry like on Facebook? Right. Because that's going to tell me what's worth my time. So <laughs> I like I like Instagram's newest feature. And I don't know how new it is, but the unfollow button. No, 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 no. Sorry. No, I don't want to crush your. I don't want to crush your dreams and your hopes by unfollowing you. It's mute. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's Do you, and it's mute stories, mute posts, posts. Fuck you, mute, mute, mute both. Oh yeah, really? Like, I that was an option. Oh well, yeah, I, oh, Mark. That's yeah, why I'm seeing your post. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. And and it's like because there are people that have these third party apps that are like, oh, you unfollowed me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like okay, I don't want to. I don't want to upset somebody. Like, I'm just not going to, I'm just going to tell Instagram, stop showing me their shit. Mm-hmm. Well, and like, what I'll still, I'll still help them out and they can, they can look and say, I'm followed by this many people. Good. Yeah. For good you. for you. <laughs> if I don't like it, I always just report it as sexually inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> I would, dude, I was wondering why a photo got flagged for me, like quote unquote, caressing a snook. It had to be you. <laughs> 
Maybe I was jealous of the snook. The I manner was, in which he was holding that snook was inappropriate. Inappropriate, mm-hmm. and right? For all ages, almost sexual. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that was further down the rabbit hole than I needed to go. Um, but yeah, the the mute button's awesome. There's there's a pretty healthy amount of people I still follow that that are muted for that reason. And here's the funny thing: like sometimes it's mo- mostly it's like overactivity yeah yeah yeah, where i'm like i didn't really go on here just for one person's entire day right but hold on so unless their entire day is really good and the content's good then i'm like post more yeah do do you do you find yourself watching stories more now or actually going through actual posts i'm kind of on a story kick now i used to kind of hate them and i i kind of like what well I do posts more than yeah. stories. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then occasionally it's like, oh, I'm already up to date. Oh, okay. Let's see what's going on in stories. Mm-hmm. And it's like every, what is it about? Every third one is an ad. So it's yeah. like swipe right, swipe, swipe right. right. You know, and then you've got about a second and a half to two seconds to get me in the story. If you yeah, didn't, yeah, yeah. I'm going to tap to, okay. Nope. That, still your story no, sucks. <laughs> tap. Nope. Swipe. Oh, this is interesting. Cool. Yeah. Fuck. All right. Goddamn ad. Swipe. (laughs) Tap, 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 tap. And when it really is annoying is it's like somebody doing like tying a fly that's like going on forever. Oh, there's like 40 of them. And it's like. (laughs) And then you're like, like, oh my gosh, am I still tapping and I'm on the same person? Right. So my story kick is like, if you have like people you interact with, you comment on their posts, it'll like kind of bump their stories to the front. So I'll go on a story kick if I see like if you're up there, Wilds and Bree, Mark, Carl, if any of you guys post a story, Shannon, I'm like, oh, Mm -hmm. cool. And Mm -hmm. I'll click the story button. If it's like... There's usually a pretty weird mixture like, there. Wondering building mathematicians. All right. like no interest. I'm gonna right. skip it. Um, Mute. Yeah, like I'm. That's there. What's the band hammer really? The I I enjoy copper plate copper plated six. Oh, I'll, I'll so he's the time. he's the first story that pops up because <laughs> yeah. I'm always like right. I don't know. Like it, they know. You know whatever. Uh, I'm, I'll forever watch it. I, I have to remember. I actually interact with people more off of their stories. Yeah. Like I actually, cause you could comment and I'm like, you know, hold, you know, like, you know, I, I usually it's like, you know, a, a thumbs up or a fire, fire or whatever, you know, and on like actual posts, which I, I probably watch more or like go through more posted images but like on the stories, it's like hell yeah, you're living right, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Flame, yep. flame, flame, flame. Yeah. yeah, fire. <laughs> so I don't know. Um, I'm still enjoying Instagram, uh, Facebook, not as much. No, it and, doesn't and, do it. And Facebook, the reason I don't enjoy Facebook anymore is Facebook. No matter how hard I've tried, I've tried to tell the app I don't want your curated yeah. posts. Right. I want most recent. Yeah. Right. And it and resets. It, and it resets every and time. It, every time. So if 
so I don't want to see the bullshit you think I want to see. I mm-hmm. want to see the most recent shit people have done. Mm-hmm. Like, I want real time. And because it always, like you say, it resets to their curated bullshit that they think's cool. And I just don't do it much anymore. Mm-hmm. Netflix is the same way. What? Really? Huh? My, uh, like, see. mine's on this weird kick where, like, if... The, like, featured on the first yeah, page ones. Like, yeah. They're all garbage. They're nothing I'd I wonder about that sometimes. I'm no, like, hold on, though. On <clears throat> The one thing I like about Netflix is it's, like, it, it's it's gone. Larry, you're a creepy fucking dude. <laughs> and there's a 97% chance that you're going to like this creepiest fuck movie, mm-hmm. too. So, like, and I, I, I'll be honest with you. They've got me pretty fucking patterned. So, so maybe, they serve me like, stuff that I end up liking. Well, and, and that happens. Oh, shit, that's Red Tube, not Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> prepared for that comment. I do like how Netflix says you'll like this because you watch. Yeah, based yes, on, yes, yeah, based on. Yeah, yeah. The, like that makes more sense to me. It makes that stuff, but that's yeah. what almost kills it too. Because you watch this murder show, you're gonna like this cartoon. I'm like, I've never watched that. But it's a cartoon murder show. Yeah. <laughs> well, the coyote gets hit with a big hammer, so it's kind of the same thing. So okay, so the weirdest thing to me the other the other night, I where was I was here. I stayed here for some reason, and on the group text, somebody said. Hey, have you guys watched The Irishman? Yeah, I think that was me. And I had just watched like a little bit of it, but yeah. I was getting sleepy and I was like, all right, I got to I got to fucking turn this off cuz I'm going to miss shit. Right. And then I finished it the next day at the hotel um where I had to stay for work. And I probably had not been on Netflix for like a solid week, week and a half, and I was just like this is the weirdest thing. I just opened Netflix for the first time. The very first thing it showed me was the Irishman and like, mm-hmm. because it was Scorsese and like who was in, it, yeah. I was like, Holy fuck. Why would I not be watching yeah, this? Yeah. And then the very next day you guys are like, Hey, if you want, I'm like, fuck yeah, I watched part of it. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah. I can't wait to get to the hotel to watch the rest of it. I know. I, I know I should be doing a couple of reports, but <laughs> after, right. I'm going to, what I'm a great watch it again, fucking, what a great film. Oh yeah. Yeah. It, it was really good, and I feel like... Have you... And we're not going to talk in any no. detail because we don't want to do any spoilers, but did you watch the show, like the inside show where the where Scorsese and, and the other guys that are in the show are talking about making, the making of no, the film? No, no, no. I got to go back and check So you've watched it. Yeah. You've watched yeah. it. You're still... It's like a bonus feature or something. Yeah. yeah. So a majority of their characters as they age throughout the film that shit's not makeup it's cgi it's the first it's the first time that technology has been used in a film like that it's it's kind of like some deep fakes like yeah but it follows you around because like looking at it like i never once thought like no that looks off no I thought I, I had, I had no idea it was yeah. CGI mm-hmm. until I watched that, th- and and then they actually show like the type of cameras that they used for that. There's like for every shot, there's like four, three or three to four cameras from different. And do you remember? 
there was actually R.A. Biotti did a really funny um, film for the film tour um, back years ago where he was wearing the green, like, leotard suit and he had, like, the white balls on it. Oh. You know, like the, you know. Oh, yeah. Okay, so all these guys during the filming of The Irishman have the, these little teeny tiny white dots on and it's so that the computer can like keep up with them oh, so that when they yeah. come back and redo their appearance with the CGI, they age them and it's all for the computer. It's like yeah. the craziest thing. And I like, I'm just like, you, I'd like, like to, I'm gonna I never, and I, I thought yeah. it was just great makeup. Like, you know, I mean, you know, who, who hasn't seen like, Who's the basketball player that that does the Pepsi commercial where they go out and it's oh, like the old man and he like fucking schools some people on like a basketball court, yeah. you know? Like it's mm-hmm. it's all like latex makeup yeah, yeah. and stuff. This is all CGI. It's insane. I gotta check that out. I'd like to see how they do that. There's yeah. a couple. There's some of that on the like YouTube stuff on the internet where people are doing like comedians or actors or whatever. Um, they'll change their face with like the like deep fakes thing uh-huh. to who they're doing an impression of. Oh no way! And then back out of it. You know when they go into the next person, their face actually changes and like Joe Pesci or like whatever. Right? It is unbelievable. It's so creepy, <laughs> but it's good. I don't. You know, I was thinking, oh god, I hope that's not like a new app. <laughs> the Chinese uh, are getting your data. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, that's what the new ten-year challenge is about. What's that? Oh, facial recognition. Yep. Got to build that database. Damn baby. it! I did it. Yeah. <laughs> no, oh. I didn't do it. Yeah. I ain't gonna do it. I ain't gonna pay for it. <laughs> We're not. Mark died. Like his foot. Mark's dead. <laughs> <laughs> he got that dead foot life. <laughs> what happened to you, buddy? All right, well, that's if there's yeah, ever been a sign a, to go to a break, yeah, that's it. I think this is it. We can't do, do some uh, wiring. this podcast without Mark. Give me my clippers. Just like that, we're back. So, um, 
There's something that I kind of want to get your all's opinion. Professional opinion. Your professional mm-hmm. opinion. Um, your take on. Because um, over the last few months, um, I have spent a few different visits um, down at Flounder Creek, mm-hmm. um, our local fly shop. And I know that New Smyrna Outfitters mm-hmm. has a fly section. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I, and this isn't a dig or a slight. I don't consider them a fly shop. Correct. No. They're to tackle. Because yeah, they do all conventional, offshore, yeah, and a lot of stuff. More of that than yeah. they Yeah, you so know, there's a mm-hmm. like a pretty significant amount more right. of that. So the fly part of that shop is definitely in the minority mm-hmm. uh when it comes to that shop. Um since moving to NSB, I've been in there once. Um they were certainly pleasant. Mm-hmm. Um, nice place. Beautiful, beautiful store. Yeah, beautiful store. Yeah. Uh, not very engaging, but I digress. The The purpose of what I want to talk about is specifically Flounder Creek Outfitters mm-hmm. is a quote-unquote fly shop. Mm-hmm. That's the purpose. That's what they're there for. Do they have a little bit of light spin tackle stuff mm-hmm. in that store? Absolutely. But bread and butter it's a fly shop right so over the last few months talking with nick who you know he and his family own and operate that business he's been talking about growing that shop and he and i have had discussions on what potential um brands and things that he could bring into the shop to like take it to the next level, make that next step up. Mm -hmm. And when I was there the other day, um, he had, he had expressed to me that he was a little bit on the disappointed side that he had been struggling to talk to different reps about bringing in different brands. Mm. Um, and, and most of what I'm talking about is is rods and reels. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he keeps hitting the same roadblock of, sorry, man, um, can't sell those to you. Uh, you're too close to this other shop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the territory game. The territory game. And I kind of have a different take on it. And I want to hear what you guys think. So I just got back, what, month and a half ago. I went to Denver. Uh, AFTA has the IFTD, the industry trade show. During the trade show, it's, you know, rah, rah, let's get it going. We've got to grow fly fishing, man. We got to get, you know, 50 50 mm-hmm. on the water, get more people involved. We got to grow this business. This industry, you know, is growing and we, we got to get more people involved. Support your local fly shop, right? Yep. Um, just as recently as last Saturday, it was Small Business Saturday, mm-hmm. uh, which also means. Fly shop small, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and, and and our friend Rich uh, Farino up in D.C., he goes one step further and says support or 
you know, fly shop small, support your local fly shop. Rich says support all fly shops. Mm-hmm. And I agree with that. Yeah. Now, where I don't agree with is the industry trade association either needs to wake the fuck up and get involved. The manufacturers need to wake the fuck up and recognize that it's not 2007 anymore. Mm -hmm. It's 2019. It's about to be 2020. What I mean by that is if you have a fly shop, a brick and mortar fly shop that's been there for three years that has invested family money, they're a pillar in the local fly fishing community. They're pulling themselves up by the bootstraps. They started with whoever was able to, yeah. at the time, allow them to sell their wares. Mm-hmm. And three years later, they're saying, hey, we want to offer our client base, our community, better, more options. Don't say no. Right. Don't give me this bullshit territory argument. And here's why I say bullshit territory argument. So specifically, and God forbid I burn bridges here, but I really don't fucking care. (laughs) (laughs) This is my favorite podcast moment. I, I had the awesome opportunity at a significant discount to purchase Watterson Lampson rods Mm -hmm. a year ago and i talked about it endlessly on this podcast yeah i remember their new saltwater series of rods they're sexy as fuck they throw like a fucking like shooting laser beams like you know I, i i love those rods had nothing but great things to say about those rods I've visited several fly shops that I frequent, whether it's all the way up in East Tennessee or down in Southwest Florida. And you know what? They're selling the shit out of those fly rods. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Not because Larry likes them, Mm -hmm. because they're really fucking good products. Yeah. And they're reasonably priced. Titusville, Florida is not metropolitan Orlando. It's not Miami. It's Mm -hmm. not Washington, D.C., a lot of the purchasing decisions that are made by the local fly fishing community in the Titusville area are driven by financial mm-hmm. considerations. Mm-hmm. So I had said to Nick, look, man, it's going to be really tough for you to find a better brand of rods that are being offered than this Waterworks Lamson yeah. rod. Agreed. Like, the value that you get, not not the price, the mm-hmm. value that right. you're yeah, getting from the money spent is second to none. And I, I and I'm a believer in that. I really I wish I had a whole quiver and of it, those rods. I have an eight and a six weight. They have some offerings that are what is it? Mid range. Mm-hmm. What would you say as far as money wise? I mean it, they're not twelve hundred bucks, but they're not yeah, hundred bucks either. They, um, four. <clears throat> yeah, I think currently Nick offers um, Mystic fly rods. Uh-huh. He offers some Reddington. Reddington fly rods. He used to do Diamondback. Um, there's been some changes in ownership with Diamondback. Saying, it's almost like Diamondback kind of got out of the game <clears throat> a little bit. Yeah, they did. But so so Nick has been like walking this tightrope of 
you know, keeping the doors swinging <clears throat> with with the cash register ringing mm-hmm. and wanting to bring in higher quality, more selection. So he reached out to the rep that reps Waterworks Lamson. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> the answer he got was, I'm sorry, you're too close to other dealers. I can't open another one in this territory. To which I say, wake the fuck mm. up. It's 2019, soon to be 2020. You know what your territories are? One fucking click away on the computer. Like, right. yeah, territories like, don't exist right. anymore. No, okay? No. And <clears throat> Amazon sells wherever, man. You know what I mean? That, <laughs> well, not even, not even Amazon. Yeah. Not, e- not even Amazon. Like, if I want, if you know what? Two three nine flies sells those rods. Right. Yep. I could go online and order from them. They're going to ship it straight to my house. Right. There's no territory there. There's no territory. Harry Good. Right. Yeah. Offers those rods. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. But you know what? I love Rich to death. But I'm not driving an hour and thirty minutes to go to that- Melbourne to buy that rod. Yeah. yeah. I want to go and support my local fly shop. And it's not right. because of the financial aspect of it. It's I want a fly shop nearby where I can go hang out, talk to other fellow fly fishermen that are fishing my area, mm-hmm. talk to the owner who I respect and want to support. And the fact that he can't get the brand of rod that's that the irony, the freaking irony is the most recent post i saw on social media within the last 48 hours probably the last 24 from the rep who reps that brand of rods mm-hmm. that keeps saying no mm-hmm. is all is small business. Is, yeah. is all about those rods <clears throat> and i'm like okay you're proud to be you know the rep in mm-hmm. the southeast united states for that brand of rods then let people fucking sell them mm-hmm. how about that mm-hmm. and and this territory shit if it's the manufacturer, they need to wake up. Yeah. And and as the as the industry AFTA needs to advocate on behalf of shop owners, because that is the grassroots of fly fishing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So well, I mean, what do you guys think? I mean you Well, know. you know, that's something it's funny you said you can call Southwest Florida and get that rod anywhere. You know, anywhere in the state, you can buy that from Nick Shop on your phone. From, you know, yeah. buy the rod from a different shop. I remember going to the fly shop in in Boca, and they had a ton of internet business. They have like a really good internet. That's store. Uh, old, old Florida, Florida. Yeah. old Florida, and they're running around like chickens with their heads off, boxing up flies and yeah. rods and shirts and this <sighs> and that. I'm thinking like, oh wow, okay, like. There's me and one other person in the in the store, mm-hmm. and the online order, and they can't even keep up with it. They're no. just running all over the place. So I'm thinking, okay, like that says something about the price value and how many people right here are fly fishing. Right, they're not up the street anymore. No, you know what I mean. It's it's the game is completely. Look at malls. Look at retail, like as a whole. It's going it's down. Tougher to yeah, do. It's tougher. Yeah. Yeah. So they need the tools that they need to. If you're going to get people yeah. walking through the door 
and making the cash register ring. Mm-hmm. Number one, fly shops and my assessment, right, wrong, or indifferent, is in the fly fishing space. And this coming from somebody that used to rep a rod brand. There is no competition when it comes to price. Mm-hmm. The price is what the price is. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. So it doesn't matter if 10 miles down the road, there's a sage dealer to the next sage dealer. And then 30 miles down the road, there's another sage dealer. I can't go to one of those three and find one of them selling that sage rod right at less than what i find on the sage website says right MSRP. this msrp right. like they get in trouble yeah. if they yeah. if they now oh, yeah. there's ways around it some of the more crafty shop owners have figured out mm-hmm. ben i can't discount this rod for you however if you buy this rod today I'll give you a free fr- uh, fly line. Yeah. So there's $80 mm-hmm. off. You're getting a free fly line out of it. Yeah. Okay, so if they were ever audited, they see that Ben paid full boat for that sage mm-hmm. salt. They just don't know that he also got a free fly line mm-hmm. out of the deal. Um, so the only thing that's left in fly fishing from shop to shop to shop is customer service yeah Mm -hmm. absolutely so i make a buying decision based on number one do i like the shop Mm -hmm. number two is the shop convenient for me to get to so yeah there's like a proximity yeah and and i'm sorry but an hour away an hour away at at best at best Mm -hmm. at best with no traffic Mm -hmm. and and newsflash us one or i-95 is likely to be a mess Mm -hmm. yep and it's going to be over an hour so this isn't to say don't go to harry good absolutely if you're in the neighborhood go to harry good Mm -hmm. man it's it's a freaking great shop we love rich would love for you to buy your rod down there but if you live on the north end of brevard county yeah why can't you go to Flounder Creek and buy the same rod. Mm-hmm. Well, and here's the thing that seems really arbitrary to me. Take that, take a different region's rep. Let's just hone in on like the greater Denver area. Perfect example. How many, how many, like, let's say there's, let's say there's five fly shops in Denver. I'm sure there's more than that, but like in close proximity. I've been to several. A lot of them have the same brands. Of and course like, they do. Yep. And Or like Nautilus Reels, and I don't know if they've told Nick they can't play ball with him, but you go to... As a matter of fact, they have. I figured. As a much. matter of fact, so, they have. And, and the way that I found that out is I said, okay, you're wanting to expand what you're offering. And I understand, you know, having had conversations with you, because I, I offered up to him, I said, reach out to the rep for water waterworks Lamson, mm-hmm. this is a great new rod you'll sell a shit ton of yeah. them because as soon as somebody number one they look great number yeah. two they perform fucking bang up yep and 
he was like, dude, I just flat out. No, I'm too close to Harry. Good. And I was like, yeah, okay. I said, let's move beyond rods. I said, of all the real manufacturers that are out there, when you have customers walk through your door and say, Hey man, I was wondering if I could get X, Y, or Z. What's the number one requested real brand that you have people ask for? And he said, hands down, it's Nautilus. I said, so have you been in communication with Nautilus asking them to, you know, carry their product? He said, absolutely. I've talked to them four or five different times. And every time I'm told, I'm sorry, New Smyrna Outfitters carries our product. We can't allow you to to carry the product. Yeah. And I said, wait a second. I live in New Smyrna. Okay. Yes, we have a shop, but it's not a quote unquote fly shop. Yeah. And given the choice, if I'm in Oak Hill, I'm kind of equidistant, probably a little bit further to go to Titusville by about 10 minutes. But yeah. worth the drive to yeah. me because Absolutely. I'm going to a fly, fly shop. shop. They're gonna have, like, you're not gonna have mostly deep sea guys who're like, oh yeah, yeah. There's some, there's some fly rods and stuff mm-hmm. over there. So you, you know what the advice I gave him was: every time, every time, without fail, somebody asks you, "Hey, can you get me a, a Nautilus reel?" Yeah, and you have to tell them no. Open your phone. Go to Instagram and send a direct message and say, I'm really bummed again today because I could have sold an FWX or, you know. Yeah. But unfortunately, I'm too close to New Smyrna Outfitters. But don't worry. They went to whatever online, you know, and, and purchased it that way. Yeah. It, it just, it, it def- like that's what, that's why it. I said it's you're not, not too, leaving it's, uh, that shop to drive to New Smyrna. Outfitters. No, you're just no. going to go home yeah. and click. Yeah. And that's that's why I think the whole territory argument is so it's just bullshit. Antiquated. Yeah. It's antiquated. And, you know, it's so 2007. The, the competition, the territories have been negated by I can go online to any number of shops yep. and click. And you, you got a reel on the way. Right. But but the truth is, 90% or better, fly people are going to want to go and support that local shop. They just yeah. want to because it's the little home away from home. It's yeah. that respite. It's that, that port in the storm where it's like, man, I'm just going to swing by the fly shop and hang out for an hour or two on my way home. Yeah. And kind of like... <laughs> Florida Flyco, for an example, we're a small company. We've kind of had to, we've heard talks about territories and how that works. And and there was a point where I was like, well, how do I, how do I do that? How do I come up with the territory? How do we, you know, do you say, okay. There's density. There's got to be density. There's got to be. Yeah. And so the kind of thought that I've kind of shaped my thing is I, if a fly shop wants to carry Florida Flyco, they get a chance to carry Florida Flyco. And what ends that chance is them saying, "Hey, that didn't sell well. We're not going to order anymore." Yeah. If if it's gangbusters at two places right next door to each other, and they keep buying yeah. it and they keep selling now, it, now like happy, great. Now and like I get it. Like I've seen you've seen with Yeti a saturation of the market where let's just take one ninety two. 
to get to like when Yeti first came out, it was I think it was Ace Hardware maybe and Harry Goods in Melbourne that sold Yeti, mm-hmm. and then it quickly turned into it was like to get to Harry Goods to go buy that Yeti, you had to go, you had to pass Ace, you had to pass Dick Sporting Goods, you right. had to pass Academy strike Sports zone. Strike Zone, yep. a West another Marine Ace, probably. a West, yeah. yeah, a West Marine. I want you had passed five or six places, and then just what's around them in the other directions. To get there, okay, but when when you have to, you've got let's say let's call it eight, yeah, eight to, eight to ten opportunities that you could pull over and walk in and make that purchase. Yeah, <coughs> do you still drive to Harry Good because that's where you feel the most comfortable? That's yeah, absolutely. Where, yeah, so I think Yeti's actually the shining example of we have a great product. We believe in our product and we believe that people should have access to our product and we're going to make it available in the most places possible. Mm-hmm. And, okay. and then it gets to, and, and and I know that's counterintuitive to, to the thoughts of some of the shop owners mm-hmm. of God, you know, it, people could go to Ace Hardware and get this. Why are they going to come to the fly shop? Well, that's on you, man. Make your fly shop a kick-ass place to come. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and then people are going to pass by the Ace Hardware to come hang out with you. And, oh, by the way, before I leave, I need to get that 45 Tundra. Yeah. Yeah. I think, and I, I, I do think it's a little bit of like a tough mixed bag. The, uh, I mean, I do know some people who get a lot of pressure from the reps that, hey, you're not meeting the quotas we expected from you anymore. Right. Um, no, that's a whole. That's a whole different. Yeah, that's a whole different and, argument. And that's you know, if the, if the manufacturer saturates the market, yeah, they should also trend down the expectation per outlet. Right. Right. Yeah. Especially when, like in the case of Yeti, great products, I can go to the Yeti website mm-hmm. and order it direct from them. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah. Where's the territory there? Right. Exactly. There is no territory. Yeah. It's a click away. Yep. And, you know, that's what I don't understand. Our fly fishing market is so small. Mm-hmm. You have your, you know, three higher-end rod companies. Yeah. You know, your TNT, your Winston. Then you have, you know, your Sage, Orvis. So we have a handful. It's not like... The conventional side where you got ugly stick. And it, you can you go just, to Dick Sporting Goods. They probably have. Right. Just. Yeah. A million and 40, one. 40, right. 50 brands. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And you can do this same thing. You can count on, you know, your 10 fingers, the real companies. Mm-hmm. We don't have many options where these fly shops can go, okay, well, can't do Lampsa. So I'm going to go to Shimano. You're right. Next one, next one, next one, next one, next one. There's not a next one. It seems almost like a monopoly. So, like, and it, like, to no fault of the shop owners. I'm not, I don't want anyone to think that's where I'm going with this. (laughs) Um, So let's just, we'll keep it local. uh, I mean, I I have a tough time getting past the freaking price fixing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, you not know, just that. You ha- you have your fly shop who is selling product to keep the doors open and the bills paid. Yeah. 
you are Rod Real Company selling your product to keep the doors open, employees paid. So why not put more product out there? Yeah. Right. You you want to sell your product. Period. Right. That's mm-hmm. yeah. You know like, what you want at the end of the day is to sell. So and, why and deny? Well, and like and it it, it it just keeps coming back <clears throat> in my mind that if I can't go to the local fly shop that I choose to go to, mm-hmm. not just because I'm a fan of the shop, but because it's convenient for me. If I can't get that new rod that I've heard people talk about and I go in, I'm like, Hey man, I'm really looking for this new saltwater series eight weight from waterworks Lamson. Mm-hmm. But they immediately say, well, unfortunately we can't carry that. Um, we're too close to the, the next nearest retail. Well, who, who else carries it? Well, an hour South of here. Yeah. Like it's, it's 2019. Mm-hmm. The dude's going to go, Oh shit, that sucks, man. I was, re- I, I mean, I've got the cash in my pocket. I was ready mm-hmm. to get that rod. Like I've heard great things. Yeah. I'm ready to pull the trigger. So he goes home, and maybe he doesn't even make a home. Maybe he sits in his car in, in the parking car. lot, and he pulls it up on his phone. He, he he searches it and he just purchases it. You know, mm-hmm. right off the. You know, it's territories are dumb now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's and it's killing my local fly shop. That's, it is that's like, that's that's, what's, that's my beef. Yeah, like Nick is sandwiched between <coughs> Harry Goods and Orlando Outfitters, and like if you're coming to Fish Mosquito Lagoon. I don't That's a sloppy fucking sandwich too. There's a there's yeah. there's no meat in there. No. Yeah. And the like, thing is, like is he's the, where the, you kind of want to be. If those two shops are the bread? Yeah. Like like that the rest of the sandwich like is it's, out. It's a big air sandwich. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like maybe it's roughly 45 miles, you know, between each point. Um Yeah. So like who's Coming to Mosquito Lagoon to fish, or screw it, lives here. That, like you said, wants to drive to Melbourne, wants to drive to Orlando to go get a sage rod. Wants to go like I, I moved. I don't. I moved away from Orlando yeah, it because sucks. Because the the traffic, quite honestly, is horrible. Yeah, it's it's in, insanity. And if I want to be able to go visit the fly shop right now, number one on my list is I'm going to go down to Titusville. Yeah. Yep. It's an easy drive down US one to go there, but unfortunately, right now, he can't offer. He can't offer me. He can't offer me what I'm looking for mm-hmm. because of quote unquote territorial yeah, and I think that concerns. Sucks. And it's it's time that the industry looks a little bit closer at those kind of limitations and simply says, you know what, we're we're, we're gonna. In the in the spirit of you can get it a, with a click. Why don't we just open it up and let if if Nick wants to carry the product yeah. and he's willing to step up and swipe his card and put it in the shop and take that risk, yeah. he's willing to represent that company yeah. Yeah. and market it and and tell people and and sing its praises. Yeah, then by God, give the guy a chance. Yeah, mm-hmm. and because shop. A who had it first gets upset and is like, "You come at, like, I don't want to carry your stuff anymore because you're not like letting me have it, not giving me an unfair advantage." Yeah. I wonder if they need to amend. Like, if you go back, if does Harry Goods or Orlando Outfitters or whoever have 
okay, you're allowed to sell these waterworks rods. You have 100 miles or 50 miles either direction, whatever it may be. That's your territory. Does, do they have, you know, are they assigned that? I think it's a little bit made up by the rep. It's it's made up. Because it's made like, up. you go, okay. like, Boone, North Carolina. Some, like, they're one. I wonder how, so two, there's got to be like. There's a, at least three fly shops, mm-hmm. maybe four, pretty close. Within, mm-hmm. like, from one, you can probably get within 20 minutes of the other. They all carry the same stuff. They like right. for the most part now. Like I know, one might specialize a little more in Orvis. One has some like they both have stages. They both right. have the, like right. So and how come in that city, it's it's cool here, but right. two different cities, not the same. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and it, and again, I think it's I think it's a rep trying to like walk whatever imaginary line he's come up with. Well, it's mm-hmm. it's the false picking of winners yeah Um, yeah that's instead of saying okay let's compete yeah but you know it's um the spirit of capitalism god Mm -hmm. that's a terrible word sometimes Mm -hmm. um yeah both of you can can have this rod in your shop um here's the minimum buy-in if you're both willing to step up and toe the line you can both carry it yeah and you know what it comes down to you have to convince Ben, Carl, Mark, and Larry that your shop is the shop that they want to do business with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Better than the other shop convincing those four guys that this is where they need to do business. And then it then it gets back down and, and distilled to the least common denominator of customer service yeah mm-hmm. where do you feel the most comfortable going mm-hmm. who yep. what 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 is your vibe yeah. where would you have gone regardless and i think yeah. and right. i think there's room in the fly fishing space there's enough of us to make it palatable for both shops to mm-hmm. succeed or the three shops the five shops depending on the the yeah. area that you're in you sure. know there's a certain saturation point but man Give the consumer the choice. Mm-hmm. Like right now, it's not even happening, except for the fact that it really does happen. I can buy it wherever the fuck I want to <laughs> on my phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. You I, don't care if it comes from no. Kalamazoo or right. no, like Charles. Buy it from your right pocket. So, so Mark, you just recently um, did a little Christmas shopping for your I wife. Did. Yeah, and it was online. Uh huh. And. Is the product offered around this area? Yes. Right. Could I have gone there? Yes. But I like said shop. Yep. Great customer service. Uh, you know, sit down and talk. Hang out. Treat treats your entire family like family. Yes. I mean, I, I saw I had, your I saw your daughter yep. on their social media feed. I had no intentions of purchasing a reel right whether you know for myself or or for my wife it just so happened right color right place bada bing bada boom got it and and one of the biggest parts of that equation was you dig the vibe at that shop yes like you you were actually on a little vacation yep. for Thanksgiving. For Thanksgiving. So you had already been in the shop. Yep. 
you hung out in the shop you 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 went and had had a good time yeah and then after the fact they're doing like unboxing showing and the that's new, that's and, exactly what it was and, and it's like oh my gosh they have the real exactly the color that <laughs> it, it, hey pick up the phone or get online and and, and order that shit and and that's what it was because you were happy to support that shop right <laughs> right that's that's and, what it and, came and down that's to. what we're saying is we want to support flounder creek like we want a local fly shop over here on the coast but and we, we can't and and you know harry good i've i've purchased plenty of stuff yep. over yeah. the years at harry good every time i go in there i try to always leave having purchased something, something. but i don't go to melbourne very often right and i certainly don't dream up a reason that only revolves like I'm in Melbourne for some other reason than I always do stop by yeah. Harry Good. I will go to Titusville if I need something fly related. Yeah. Like it's it's, it's close it's, enough it's, to it's make in, that decision. Yeah, it's it's close enough that I'm like, oh, shall I run down and see Nick, see what's going on. I need to get, you know and and most of what I've bought from Nick over the years has been tying materials. And it's mm-hmm. like, oh, I've got a couple of patterns that, Oh, I need this and that. I need some hooks. Boom, run down to Titusville. Yeah. Well, see, and you know, for myself, last reel I bought was the Able Super, mm-hmm. the Redfish. Mm-hmm. Yep. The Solid. Could I have gone down to Harry's and had them order one? Yeah. Yes. But our friends up north had one available. Right. I. And you have a relationship with that shop. Right. Mm-hmm. Big word, relationship, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So I mean, we all want to be loyal to the local shop. But we all, I say we, I want all fly shops to be successful. Small business. Yeah. Absolutely. And that's what this is about. It's kind of a necessity. I think fly shops, well, fly rods isn't something that you buy or something you buy online. Let's see, you've had it already. I got to yeah, look at it. I, I want to touch it. it. I, I want to go yes. out and, yeah. and cast it and, and feel it and see it. Like I feel like it would be really ridiculous. Right. Just because it's something I like. Right. It's not something you like, yeah. Ben likes, or Larry. But I, also, if if I've heard about it, mm-hmm. I might be intrigued, interested. Yeah. interested and go see it. And if I mm-hmm. can't, and then I find out when I, oh, you don't have that? Mm-hmm. No. Well, do you know anybody that does? Yeah, about an hour down the road. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'd, I'd do you have still, anything like that? Yeah. <laughs> I'd still come no. back to the fly shop. I wouldn't, I'd probably wouldn't drive the hour down the road. No. Right. And that's what I'm I'd saying. I'd forget so about it. So in the end, said fly fishing related company is losing business mm-hmm. because yeah. i don't want to make that drive mm-hmm. no right okay yeah it's three hundred dollars what's three hundred dollars to them right eh, it's still three hundred dollars but but how many like people make one? that same decision say, yeah. but ha- like i bet more than 10 last year wanted mm-hmm. to buy a nautilus reel from nick oh, mm-hmm. oh yeah. yeah oh yeah like probably pretty easy that's yeah. three thousand mm-hmm. dollars yeah that's <laughs> i mean that's it doesn't necessarily seem significant, but it's a pretty significant chunk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, and then 
if that rod delivers, what yeah. are you going to get for your next one? And what are you going to tell your buddies about? Yeah. Yeah. And, hey, man, try leave your rod in the rod holder. Grab yeah. my rod. Yeah. Check this yeah. rod out. You, you know, we're hitting on rods and reels, but look at fly tying. Mm-hmm. Hairline doesn't say, oh, well, you have a dealer right. 30 minutes he, down the road. You know what? Nick brought that up. Wapsie he said, doesn't say. He said fly tying materials, everybody gets to carry them. Right. You know, Wapsie. Oh, well, how can you have Wapsie here when they carry it 40 minutes down? No. Okay, you want to mm-hmm. buy it? Buy yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, and, and that's the thing, like, you'll find some shops don't carry EP, and it's not because EP... And this is just one I know of, so this is why I'm using it as an example. It's not because EP said, no, you're too close to so-and-so. EP is like, no, okay, yeah, it's $5,000 to buy in. Right. Right. And what do you want? Or $13,000 to yep. buy in. And you're like, oh, okay, I gotta, I might have to hold off on that. Right. Right. Renzetti's a little kinder to me. Their product's very similar. They let mm-hmm. me buy in for this. Right. Well, let's go with Renzetti first. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, X, Y, Z. No one said so yeah, that. I don't know why it's saturated to where it's just the equipment. Because you'll get, you know, Bozeman, mm-hmm. for example. There's maybe one or two shops that don't carry Sims. All the rest of, of them do. But out of the six other ones in the area, they carry Sims, Patagonia. Patagonia. Uh, you know, lower end stuff, Reddington waiters and stuff. But so, how does uh, how does the territory does the territory um, requirements I, change once you get out west? I think so. I I really do. Once you pass, you know, the Mississippi River, it's it, just it's fucking subjective. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And 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 it's it's ludicrous. And the the end user, the angler, are the ones that suffer. Yeah. And and unfortunately, the the shop, shop owner yeah. mm-hmm. that's that's doing his able so, damn best to to increase the number of fly fishermen. Yeah, that, that's doing his able best to promote the sport, the lifestyle, and grow the business universally. Has his hands tied behind his back over some arbitrary rule or implied rule of territory. That makes absolutely no sense in 2019 because the internet has eliminated. I I, mm-hmm. I believe it honestly comes down to money. And I'm just using names, for example. You have 239 Flies. Uh-huh. And you have Flounder Creek. Yes. Flounder Creek can only purchase... Well, I take it back. We'll say Harry, Harry Good, and Flounder Creek. Harry Good can purchase seven thousand dollars worth of said product. Right. Flounder Creek, smaller side. They can only purchase three thousand. Okay. We're gonna make more here. So we're going to protect this so guy. So we're going to protect this guy as opposed to, well, he's going to make his initial purchase of three grand. We get our money. He doesn't sell them, so he doesn't come back to us to where 
if Harry Goods is just turning him over, turning him up, we're going to protect him. I think it's a money protection. Mm-hmm. So it's a protection racket. Yeah. But, but like, to me, your That's example. That's not really fair. To, to, yeah. It's not. To, to your example, though, if I were the person in charge of sales for the manufacturer, recognizing that the Internet has changed the business mm-hmm. and knowing that no matter what I do, there's certain people that are only going to purchase off the Internet anyway. So I'm going to throw them off to the side not worry about them and i'm going to say but the core guys the guys that are in it for the long haul that appreciate and understand the fly fishing community those are the guys that are going to go to fly shops so i'm going to instruct any of my sales reps if you have a fly shop that wants to carry our product i don't care whether Mm -hmm. they're the seven grand hitter or the three grand hitter i want the 10 grand i don't want the seven right. grand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i want you also to support the three grand guy at the same level you support the seven grand guy yeah, don't mm-hmm. make him feel like less because customer. because they might be at a different spot in their life cycle of that shop they may be newer they may be smaller but they're no less important. Right. Mm. And the anglers that grace that place by their shadow passing through that door are certainly no less important. Well, I was going to say, doesn't it make you feel like the this market is less important when you can get Sims next door to each other in Bozeman, Montana, and you can't get mm-hmm. you can't get it in three different shops and Three different counties. So I've I've never owned a business or anything, you know, closely related. If I was a manufacturer of rods or reels, I want my product in every shop mm-hmm. in America. Whether, like you were saying, whether they have two rods or they have 15. Mm-hmm. Right. The option is there. Hey, oh, Larry, I know you really wanted that eight weight. But here's a seven weight. Cast this, and if you like it, I can have your rod here in two days. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. What if you had one rod in every place that sold anything but fly fishing? As a business, it's you want your product yeah. out there. Well, okay, so <clears throat> there are certain manufacturers of, of rods that have minimums. Yes. And mm-hmm. part of the problem with those minimums is we want you to carry a two, a three, a four, a five, a six, okay. a seven, an eight, okay. a nine, a ten, eleven, and twelve weight. Mm-hmm. And maybe in a larger metropolitan area where people ultimately are going to be traveling Tra- yep. and stuff, you know, hey, I'm headed out to Colorado uh, this summer. I need a five and a six weight. Or I'm going to be going, you know, fishing uh, the Driftless. I need a a four weight. And it makes sense that that shop would need every weight rod in the lineup. So 
the manufacturer is leveraging all of these fly shops that, you know, well, yeah, we'd love to have you as a dealer. It's about $10,000 buy-in. What, what, what? Right. Well, yeah, you know, we, we need you to have one of every weight rod. Well, I'm never going to sell. Well, yeah. And, and okay. So like a, a place like in Titusville is like a six, seven, eight, maybe a nine weight mm-hmm. place. You could probably sell some tin weights for, for the tarpon that we get during mm-hmm. the summer. Uh, you certainly don't need to be selling 12 weights. What about five weights? Well, that's only if you're, <laughs> if, that's only if you're chronicling, mm-hmm. which that have you seen some, I guess the five weight is, uh, not quite as extreme any longer. I've seen guys doing three weights now for redfish. Oh, Christ. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I guess the five weight chronicles is a little played out. So now mm-hmm. it's three weight. It's fucking retarded. <laughs> Equally as retarded as the five weight. Mm-hmm. Like, I have a three weight. It doesn't. I've caught. I mean, what next? Tinkara? <laughs> no, I don't. Ben, don't swing that way. Uh, <laughs> but like, as soon as I got it, I wanted to cast it. Threw it on the skiff. I saw a laid up ten inch snook, and I literally said, "Okay, if I do manage to hook this, I don't have to feel like I'm fixing to kill this fish by being super undergunned." The way cool. you strip set, yeah. <laughs> oh, I ripped it out of the water. Ouch. <laughs> Rude. Um, <laughs> but landed the fish. Cool. Uh, got to throw that rod and was like, cool. I haven't picked that up. Like, I've had no reason other than in my little pond with my little bluegill. Right. I, I certainly haven't. wouldn't spend money on it and put it on a shelf in a store. No, right and that's that's no, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. like how right. long so, is that going to so, yeah. Yeah, to close that loop, my point is there are some manufacturers that by their policy of what you're buying has to be kind of eliminates themselves. And and so the the more well-funded shops are going to be where you're you're getting. But yeah, but getting to even using the term well-funded shops. So. Anybody that's ever owned a business and grown a business knows that it's a pretty trying and tedious scary thing to go into business for yourself and every decision that you're making has a ramification down the road on whether you're really in business or not down the road Mm -hmm. so if somebody comes to me as a manufacturer and says I've stepped out there. I've taken the chance. I understand the ramifications of operating my own business. And I want you as a trade partner, please allow me to sell your product. I'd be like, hell yeah, man, I'm flattered. You know, and, the and, other- and, and, and how can we structure this deal so that you and I both are successful? Right. And it, the other thing that upsets me with that is I'm a newcomer to the game. I want to open a fly shop. I have, we'll just say it's an unlimited budget. You're going to give me said product, but here's an established fly shop who's proven itself, Mm -hmm. and you're going to deny them. Based on territory. Based on territory. Yeah. Money talks, I mean. Mm -hmm. 
I don't know. I don't <coughs> like it. Yeah. Well, it, all right. Well, we don't need to beat this, you know, <laughs> into the ground yeah. any further. I I I left there the other day, kind of dejected when over the la- over the course of the last yeah. three to four months, talking to him about like you know, you know they've been in business I think three years, going on four years, something like that, and it's like he's ready to grow the business, he's ready to take mm-hmm. the next step, you know, and to find out that all of the people that I had said, hey, man, I really stand behind this this product and this product that I think that you would, you know, be able to sell these quite easily. And then for him to go and find out that he's shut down because there's a shop an hour, a freaking hour mm-hmm. away, and that's the excuse that's given, it wasn't only a disservice to him and his shop and the business that he's trying to grow, it's a disservice that... I can't drive to my local fly shop and have access to this quality product that I myself have vouched for. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. holy crap, this sucks, mm-hmm. man. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, y- you like this rod? Well, you can't have it. <laughs> <laughs> kind of goofy. So um, I guess uh, the next holiday coming up is what, Christmas? Yeah. So... Uh, Ben, you sticking around? Um, you gonna be Ben's in town? Gonna, Ben's gonna be around. Um, I think. I think we're gonna go do like a pajama sleepover at my parents' house on the island, and do Christmas morning out there, and then onesies. So when you wrote when you wrote all around <laughs> when you wrote your letter to the big man to know like what to bring, did uh-huh. you let him know that you know you'd be staying on the island? Oh, dude. Yeah. It, what? What if he goes to the wrong house? Oh. Well, <laughs> that'd suck. Mm-hmm. So uh, what are you asking for for Christmas this year, Ben? Oh. Don't say world peace. No. I don't think world peace is attainable. The, uh, <laughs> I've thought about it. What an optimist. <laughs> well, here's why. <sighs> I'm going to make this real quick and easy. Egos. Okay. Uh, certain people will never want to play ball with certain other people. Look in America. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I know a certain Southeast Asian country that's blocked in by the Himalayas. Had an earthquake. Couldn't. Get, actually, there's nothing like secret about this. Uh. Nepal, when they had an earthquake, could not get aid from India because they had a secular constitution instead of a Hindu constitution. They would not send fuel, food. They held it at the border and told them to get it through China. And China said, hey, that's cool, but there's an entire mountain range between us and we have to dig a tunnel. So they spent two years digging a road through the middle of a mountain to try to get supplies. (laughs) So... As long as you have other people inject uh, interjecting their will, <laughs> that is <laughs> that is the best Christmas story I've ever heard. It's uplifting. It's, it's up there with Die else. Hard, man. <laughs> right. Uh, so, so I think world peace this Christmas probably kind of hard to do because you know different people did believe different things and interject there. And the Himalayas. You have to think how I think of. And the Himalayas are right. kind of hard to. Has cross anybody over. had? Has anybody had Himalayan salt? Yeah. The, I've had Himalayas yeah. salt yeah. in the Himalayas. So is that really a thing from the, or is that just a marketing thing? Uh, there's minerals in it. It like 
you don't get from other salts, I guess. <laughs> Sounds dumb when you say it out loud, but <laughs> I mean, like, I've never been like, no, I I only use Himalayan pink right. salt. Get your get your iodine and a few swill away from me. Um, <laughs> so I don't know. Um, no, uh, you know, Skiffy business is kind of on my my Christmas list. We're closing in on that. I'm getting pretty pretty excited. Other than that. I, I'm not a big like. Here's what I want. I'm just. I'm kind of down. Like I like hanging out with my family. That's kind of like. It sounds stupid. Stupid. Ben's and cliche, gear guide like, sucked. Well, you didn't <laughs> ask for my gear guide. You asked what I was wishing for for Christmas. Oh. Well, okay. So uh, the way that you kind of said it, it's like you do have a gear guide. Yeah, if what's... we were to ask Ben, what mm-hmm. what kind of gear guide for for a fly angler can you help us? Uh, you know, anybody oh, happens to be listening for... that's thinking of getting their their beloved fly angler. Something special for Christmas? For sure, world peace, because I would really <laughs> <laughs> I would really like to go fish a couple places around the world. No. Um Are there any nets? Uh, who, who landing? Landing nets. Landing uh, type. What? Okay, for the record. For the fucking record. <laughs> you do not use a landing net. Chris for Adams, are you fish. afraid of redfish, bro? I, I mean, I'm just gonna say it. That was the what, weirdest thing What is thing going ever. on there? And 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 <laughs> are you going to the bar? Or are you going fishing? What's with the bar stools on the front of skiffs these days? You guys are in the skiff mm-hmm. business. We but, don't offer that. We don't. Um, so two things. Because here, here's okay. But I have so money. if I'm on the back of the skiff, yeah, and the sport up front decides to take a break by sitting down, you know what happens on the back of the skiff? Propulsion goes to zero. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So this whole new, let me put a bar stool up front so you can lounge around. Like, this, the, old, this old salt ain't going for that shit. The only place... Like, where did that come from? The only place I think no you idea. should see that skiff is, like, on a sandbar. Like, not that skiff, but, like, that chair. It's appropriate for sandbars. Sort of. What, like, where did it come from, though? I like, don't know. I, mm, the depths of hell. I've seen it a couple. Like, I didn't know Chris Adams even had that. Um, but I've seen it on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A couple of different. Like, And it's just like. And it and it, it doesn't seem really it, conducive to it, casting. To it be fundamentally honest. looks like unstable. It's like really narrow. Narrow. Tall. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the only way that thing is like worth leaning against is if it's like turnbuckled to right. the to yeah. deck. Bolted, yeah. And you better have some phenolic behind it yeah. because if my fat ass leaned against <laughs> that thing, <laughs> it got really comfortable. For a ride. I'm ripping it out of the mm. deck. Like, it's just insane looking. And like, ask someone who repairs skiffs, I encourage you to lean on them. Mm-hmm. Lean heavy. Uh, mm-hmm. I'll give you a discount. Bring it in. We'll call it the stool sample discount. The... <laughs> 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 uh, it doesn't seem really conducive to like fly casting. No, so no, you, not really. Do you sit and wait and then sight the fish? From okay, hold on. Though. Position? All right. I, I I immediately agreed with you. I don't know why. Uh. I'm, <laughs> I, I'm under your spell, Carl. Uh-huh. Um, the last time I fished the South Holston um, with Rhett from Trophy uh, Guides, they the first half of the trip probably first three quarters of the trip in the drift boat i casted 
sitting down the entire time. Yeah. Mm, like, yeah. Um, you know, it has braces on it. I could have been standing, but I'm okay to sit down. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually, it's been years now. Um, forgive me, Father, for I have sinned. <laughs> I used to fish out of a kayak from time to time. Mm-hmm. Oh, my um, damn. But it was in a very specific application and i actually found that casting in the kayak because it was a, it was a sit inside yeah not sit on top you're so low to the water you have to be good you have to be really good and carry a really tight back cast loop or you're going to be like you know hitting the water on the back cast yeah. and like having a shitty forward cast so i actually have told people in the past like Go sit down it's f- and cast. F- it's a fly training stool. It, it, maybe that's what it is. <laughs> oh, hold it's on. a training tool. It's it's a fly training wheel tool? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But it, it drives me crazy um, to see using a landing net for redfish <laughs> in six inches of water. So for Christmas, Larry does not... I do not. My my Christmas right. wish list does not include mm-hmm. a gargantuan landing net for slot redfish. Um, <laughs> You've got to watch those teeth, man. Mm-hmm. So your gear list. I don't. I, it, like, without sounding pretentious, I got everything I want. I, like, you know what? My, my wish list, I would love... One of those new Fly Siegler reels that that's got the lever drag on it. Um, oh, I've seen that. Yeah. I you know the, they're made up in Virginia Beach. Yeah. Um, I've I've seen several people that are that are fishing them. That it, it appears as though they're like you know kind of like on the pro bro <laughs> status or whatever. Um, I've owned a couple of uh, lever drag reels in the past, and they were God. What was the, I'm trying to remember the brand? They were made in South America, if I remember correctly. Hmm. And I've got I've got one laying around here. I'll have to show you guys. Um, the only thing that I found negative about those reels. And I had one in 10 weight and then I had one in eight weight was the type of drag, uh, the, the drag washer mm-hmm. kind of wore out and got to where it slit like it almost, it almost compressed. Like, so even with it levered all the way down after a few years, like mm-hmm. the drag turned into shit, but the, the reel itself was, Almost like, I don't know if it was like, it felt like almost like rhino lining. Um, oh, like a rougher. Yeah. Um, like a or powder coated. Powder coated. Yeah. And, and they were really bulletproof. Um, great reels as long as the drag lasted. Right. But that, and, and it was cool because like, just like the Fly Siegler or Seigler, yeah. however you say it. It was indexed where you, when you pushed on the lever, you could feel it like kind of go from bump to bump to bump. Yeah, like, you know, yeah, you yeah. could feel that you were, you yeah. know, it wasn't just like, 
And that's like with the the knob drags. Sometimes when you loosen or tighten that drag, it's hard to like yeah. meter how far you're right. going. And I like one that's like like kind of like click 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 click. Yeah. You kind of get that yeah. indexing mm-hmm. feeling. So anybody out there that wants to get Larry a fucking hot new reel fly Ziegler, well, I want. And I only like it because it sounds a lot like Fly Ziegler. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I thought that you were going to make a joke mm-hmm. about but picking no. up his reel. The uh, reason I take I've any able, any able yeah. you want to send my way, I'm, <laughs> yes. I'm down. Yes. The reason I want that reel is not so much because of the reel, but because of the box. So they have three reels. They have their large, I forget what sizes it runs, uh-huh. medium and small. On each box, That's there's grande, four fish. Vinte, and latte. Trenta. I don't know. Ask Ted. <laughs> He's Canadian. So there's four fish. They speak Spanish. <laughs> you know, wood burned on each box. That's really cool. If you catch and document those four species caught on that reel, they will send you another reel. Oh, that's pretty cool. No way. I just want to do it for the challenge. Okay, I, so hold on. I want to so say, like, is it random what they put on your box? No. So so what? I know we'll take the medium, for example, is a bonefish, a redfish, a triggerfish, something else. Okay. You catch those four fish. They'll send you a new reel. Yep. So say their bigger reel is, you know, a tuna... A GT, I know that's on there. That's wow. That's yeah, kind of crazy. Yeah. So it's a challenge. I just want to do it for the challenge. I think the reels are super sexy. They are. I haven't. Um, oh, and, and while while we're on Larry's list of reels that he'll take for Christmas, a capusta of oh, yeah. any kind. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, those those are gorgeous. Yeah, they are. Uh, I don't. Know. I do. I do have a list. Uh. <laughs> Oh, now, now, oh, yeah. so, now, no, no I, I, I thought about thou it. Thou shalt not mm-hmm. covet. I'm not coveting. <laughs> the rest of the table's reels. No, I don't. Mm-hmm. It's not even real related at all. Okay. Not even um, waiters. I don't okay. own any. So, what kind of waiters are you interested in? In the grand scheme of hip go- waiters, are you hip waiters, chest waiters, mm. convertible waiters. The ones that are most chap-like. Patagonia waiters. No, I really want you some You look G- good in Gucci. Screw them. Um, I'll, I'll never spend a dime on Patagonia. You know what? Speaking and I think they're real crazy quick, expensive, right? Patagonia waiters. When, I've never shopped for them, so I don't know the price. When we were down south. The rest of their stuff is. Oh, yeah. Overpriced. Susan bought some. Well, bought a Gucci. Mm-hmm. Hooded sun shirt. Yeah. Damn, it feels good. I I it, get it. But I it's get it. <clears throat> but I it was you know tempting. what's not fun about going on the internet? A company's telling you you suck. Mm-hmm. I know I do. Even I just, if you support them and believe like they do, you still suck. So screw that. My money sucks too. At the end of the day I'm supporting the sweatshops. <laughs> I'm supporting those the kids. Guys. Need money, <laughs> right? Um, I really would like a pair of like zipper G fours. Ooh, Ooh I, so I know. You're when big, you're going in, going, you're going all in. It is a problem I have. You I know. typically don't buy garbage. So okay, Sims. If you buy 
what do I have? The G threes, something like. You have the option to have them because they're made in America. Mm-hmm. To have them put a welded zipper on, so you don't have to go balls to the wall and get the nine hundred dollar pair of waders. Well, they're only eight fifty, Mark. Uh, should I round up? I'm just saying. Um. So. May I ask yeah. how often yes. you anticipate? So that is kind of what stopped me from spending okay. that much money. I know, I know, I don't want Reddington waiters. Like I, I kind of know that just from I the just internet. Know. Yeah, from the internet. the 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 influencers told me I didn't want them. <laughs> um. So my family take, and this may seem like an insignificant number to people. We take a week, like a yearly vacation to Boone, North Carolina for mm-hmm. a week. It, you know, we started doing this 20 years ago. It turned in, like it was a snowboarding trip. As of late, I've spent almost every day fly fishing to some extent. I like the idea of there's a, and not that you necessarily use waders in a drift boat, but the, uh, I mean, you can, and people certainly do. But there's a drift boat I'm fixing to start building. There's mm-hmm. things like there's things I want to go do, and I think trout are found in really pretty places. And my trout game is not good, but I want to spend more time doing yep. that. I would I would say optimistically two weeks a year. Okay, right so I you know it doesn't have to be G fours. I just I want a quality pair of waders, and I want a good pair of wading boots instead of my. Would you go felt or rubber sole? Rubber. Good man. Um, I have a pair of felt, uh, bought them on a trip up in, I don't know if I was in Tennessee or Kentucky or some weird combo of both, but I don't be spreading <laughs> the didymo. <laughs> don't be spreading the didymo. Um, I was in Tennessee and actually up about where you grew up and I, I stopped in and got, I, I was kind of on a budget. So I got a pair of felt waders to go way to Creek and. So I, I would them. I would tell you to meter your expectation for what you need mm-hmm. against how often you think you're going to be Absolutely. using. Yeah. Um, you know, I honestly don't know exactly which Sims waders I have. I think they're G3 convertibles. Um, and... I got them a few years ago when I knew I was going to Alaska and was going to be living in waders Mm -hmm. 16 to 17 hours a day for two weeks. Yeah. So I went, I went full heavy, like, you know, like all reinforced knees, like all, you know, like, and I wanted convertible so I could, you know, not have the chest waders on if I got hot and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And they're probably the last pair of waders I'll ever have to buy. And Unless I keep getting fat, you know, like they stand I am. behind them, you can send them back if yeah, you yeah. get a hold. They fix it, right? Now I did wear out a pair of boots, so I, I actually yeah. that that's another thing on my list. Uh, nice pair of Vibram Soul mm-hmm. uh, wading boots, which my dumbass was supposed to order those because I'm going to be in Tennessee in like two weeks and I need those. So somebody text me tomorrow and remind me to hurry up and order <laughs> my boots. I can do that. So I'm a fan of Danner boots. Okay. Uh oh, Danner Gucci's. Yep. 
I want them. I don't know if they're comfortable. Don't I haven't tried them on. It. It, but from the army standpoint, when Danners were my go-to, they were the most comfortable. Yeah. They, so do I support them up. So do I support Danner because I know their product? <laughs> I'm torn. Do they have yeah. what, what? just boots, boots, just for like walking around or waiting? No, they're waiting boots now. Oh. So it's made by Danner for Patagonia. Okay. Oh. Um, Tough. It is. I would say mm-hmm. you buy them from Danner. Like, call my demand. You can only buy them from them, and you don't want to give <laughs> Patagonia uh, any money. I'm looking them up now. Um, what? They're wonderful. I started looking them up. I got distracted of by a dumb video. Oh, um, I'd rather not brag about it, but it was a donut <laughs> hanging over a ceiling fan and someone lowering it. All I could think about was the donut hitting the fan, <laughs> <laughs> busting off. Um. And like it may sound like wow, Ben's super pretentious um, to be wanting Sims waiters when he lives in Florida. Um, I have them. Larry has them. I mean, and like I know it's like okay, G four is eight hundred bucks, but I have a way to get them for sixty percent off. What? So for for me, we're not going to talk about it on air. Oh. Yes, this is a Spook Days Kilo deal. But um, okay. at the same time, you. So and I could be mistaken. Yeah, there are certain certain levels of of the waiters mm-hmm. that have just a little bit more Gore Tex. Yeah. So the G fours that are awesome out west in the winter time. Yeah, it could might kind of unbearably hot. Yeah. And, and that's the thing. Like again, kind of like I a support know. your local flash shop. You kind of got to go ask questions. A lot, um, of, a lot of them rent. Yeah, that's true. Rent. No, yeah, that probably rent wouldn't be the end of the f- world. Rent them to no, yeah, because yeah. like if you're, going if you're going two weeks a year, right? Yeah, that's true. Have we gotten to the part where we talk about the Yeti loadout box? Is plural that I would like to get? Uh, the, uh, I'm there. The Panga, so is um, it waterproof? Yeah, yes. That box is. It, yeah. Think of it as essentially or a Yeti branded Pelican box. Hmm. Um. Yeah, but not quite as bulky. Not not as bulky. No. Uh, certainly looks sexier. I like the organization inside. I want, I want yeah. one of the new hoppers with the magnetic. Magnet. So Ooh, so yeah, yeah. Those are my two Yeti wants. Yeah, I've, I'm like I want the full complement of Panga bags, like from big to small. Yeah, because I'm planning on doing some <laughs> travel this year. Yeah, and there's nothing better than being able to pack your stuff and know like. What's up? No matter who's throwing it on the tarmac, whether it's raining like cats and dogs, when you get where you're going, your shit's going to be dry. Yeah. The loadout boxes just, I, I like the. I don't know. Atlanta's pretty rough on stuff. No, 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 no. <laughs> and then the the hopper, like the, yep. the, the magnet game, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I'm sold. Yeah. Now, cause, I, now I'm down. Yeah. Because every time I'd like. You talk to people who had the zipper ones, like the zipper would get stuck and it'd start failing. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, yeah, I'm not going to spend that much money. To- I'd be an asshole if I didn't say Cabo deserves a fucking dog bed. 
Dog bed or dog Yeti dog bowl? Oh, he's got Yeti oh, he's dog got bowls. Those. He's, he's got, got Yeti those. dog okay. bowls. All right. Yeah. Um, yeah. We, we, that was one of the first things that was ordered for the new house was like the charcoal gray. Mm-hmm. And I got to say, they look, dog yes. they look dang Housewarming good. Housewarming gift for Cabo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Had to make it comfortable. It. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, he man. He deserves chill dog food for it's, 24 it's, hours. It's right. funny. I, I actually have. Does it keep his dog food room temperature all day? <laughs> well, no. Okay. So, so that, that's what I'm about to tell you. The, the funniest thing is like he is the most chill dog mm-hmm. ever like no like protection like food like you know like while he's eating you can reach down and like grab a handful of his food he's yeah. never gonna yeah. growl at you he's never gonna... mm-hmm. and within the last six months like the pace of him eating has like picked up like for some reason yeah. it's like He's got FOMO. He's like the fear of missing out on whatever's going on. He's got to eat his food as fucking fast as possible because God damn it. Get back to the party. Something might be going on. Yeah, Yeah. get back to the party. So the other day, I got a scoop of food out, put it in his Yeti bowl, and he immediately started to eat. And I was like, buddy, it's good. You know, and I was like, I was like petting him and his tail started wagging like so fast. Like he was like, it was the most overwhelming joyful experience to him that he was eating and getting like pet pet <laughs> at the same time. And it actually like, I mean, his tail was like do. hypersonic <laughs> and, and like his whole persona was just like, yeah. Oh my God, this is the greatest. I'm eating and get pet. And, but he slowed down eating because he was just like so into being pet uh-huh. and just like so now like I fuck with him and I'll be like slow down buddy mm-hmm. you know and I'll pet him and his little tail's going and he's just like so excited but he slows down so, so you gotta put the, you gotta put water in his food you know I, I get scolded a lot not scolded but taken to task mm-hmm. for you know here's a piece of steak. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and stuff like that. And they're like, "You're spoiled." I was like, "Tell what that you dog got steak is so for him spoiled." Too. That mm-hmm. I'm like, the dog is not spoiled. I'm just very well trained. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm like that with Ty. I went to bought a case of ice cream sandwiches for the shop because oh, he not, was eating ice. cream. Once yeah. upon a time, it was hot. Um, and I've been known to like rip it in half and give okay. half my ice cream sandwich. So now that you've brought up that incident, I'm going to let you know something. Uh-oh. What did I do? The dog health food mm-hmm. commissioner mm-hmm. found you to be in violation of the dogs shall not be fed chocolate violation. That's oh, fake. that's for sure happened. I'm not proud of it. (laughs) Wyatt 100% will fucking fact check your ass if he sees something going to the dog, whether it's Cabo or Ty or any. Like, the kids' Google thumbs are like, uh, it must be like a cross training thing from the Mm -hmm. Xbox. Yeah. Like, he came in, he was like, did you see that Ben fed his dog chocolate? Does he not know that? Cho- and like, 
he's got like 40 articles about how Ben <laughs> just killed his dog with mm-hmm. chocolate. Because mm-hmm. so, I got in trouble for feeding the dog almonds. Okay. My, I was given Cabo because... Well, grapes. I I like mixed. Yeah. I like like mixed nuts. Mm-hmm. I just love nuts. <laughs> and one of the in in a mixed nut container, the filler is almonds. Mm-hmm. And so as you're getting towards the bottom, you've picked out all the good stuff. It's like fucking too many almonds. So Cabo likes almonds. I've been feeding the damn dog almonds forever, and then Wyatt comes in. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you shouldn't be feeding him almonds. Sorry, Cabo. Mm-hmm. The fucking almond police showed up. So <laughs> busted. Wyatt. But he got you, too. Like, he was upset. He was like, dude, Ben was mm-hmm. given tie. There goes your babysitting and, and And the way he presented I, it, he I, was like, did you see... Did you Cabo's see got a strict eye. Did you see this house. story... Where Ben was feeding uh, his dog the ice cream sandwiches, I was like, "Yeah, man, good clean living right there." One hundred percent. What about the chocolate? I was like, "Well, I don't know if that really." No, it was it, it was dark. It's chocolate, <laughs> and then vanilla. That not no bueno. Okay, I'm like, mm. oh shit, Ben's in trouble. Wyatt, we're gonna talk, buddy. You're well, not here to defend yourself, so I'm going to be nice to you. Based off of Educate the amount me a little bit. of chocolate. Uh, you don't need to talk. Trust me, he does not listen to this podcast. Yeah. That, that's <laughs> why I'm saying it. Because um, I don't want him to. I've had enough people in my face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Winston To get has taken to task by a 13-year-old. Of chocolate. I was going to say, yeah. that's the thing. Because Emma, <laughs> Emma leaves stuff laying around. You're kidding. And... What the hell is this well, I mean, mini crunch wrap? You know, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, I'm a firm believer that the dose is the poison. Mm-hmm. You know, how much real chocolate but is in that? I forget. Yeah, no, 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 no. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Or like in a small one. But well, I forget. It was who told me? But grapes. Yeah, yeah. The little seeds. It's small seeds. So like strawberries. So as long yeah. as you give them seedless grapes, you're okay. Well, if I and watermelon. Them, I mean, throw them a raisin. Supposed oh. to be very bad. Seven deadly sins. Um, <laughs> what is it? <laughs> raisins are one of the raisins. seven deadly sins. And then of uh, dogs. Wyatt told me. Raisins. Hell. Yeah. Chicken bones. Um, no like, chicken bones. No onions. I'm right? not kidding. Twice. Ty has eaten a pound. Like, like, like somehow opened the cabinet and like my mom used to bake a lot. Like a pound of like baking chocolate and her <laughs> no, cho- this has happened twice you know this is going on your permanent record yeah well <laughs> you're, you're, doesn't listen. Mm-hmm. so i'm gonna have to call the sheriff's department mm-hmm. here's the thing he's eating it now i've come home and i've had to i've had to clean up some mess it didn't stay in the stomach long right but like he lived like my kind of new goal though and like for anyone seriously listening this is tongue-in-cheek please don't think i'm don't call on me <laughs> i'm gonna try to make the most invincible dog ever so i'm gonna like it's like it's like the people with anti-venom right it's gonna like slide a little bit a little inoculation a little, yeah a little like hershey kiss yeah, yeah exactly hershey kiss with an almond the next right. time oh. i don't know you know it's a little, a little dangerous it's it's, it's like vaccine <laughs> just a little bit just yeah. enough to build up your mm-hmm. tolerance soon you'll be able to eat a Here pound tie. of chocolate till you're happy mm-hmm. here's a raisinette <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh double the double <laughs> death by chocolate baby mm-hmm. um 
Mark, you're going to head out west over uh, Christmas? Yeah, heading out to Colorado again. Uh, no plans to fish. Uh, this is just strictly, I don't want to call it downtime, but it's cold. Yeah. I don't want to play with cold water. I don't. So, just going to enjoy the snow, mm-hmm. you know? Kick back. Snowboard with your dead foot. There's no snowboard. <laughs> the back. And the, back. And the dead foot. The back. You know, it's not. Yeah. But uh, the back. Yeah, so we'll be out there till after the new year. So it'll be it'll be a good time. I'm looking forward to it. Not really. It's cold. <laughs> <laughs> it'll look nice from air, inside air by the fireplace. Thin. Lots of lots of warm whiskey. Mm-hmm. Warm cold whiskey, nights. fires, and just a window. That's all you need. Just look outside. You don't have to go out there. Carl, you just going to be hanging out in the I'm, shark bite capital of the world? I am. I am. I'm going to keep it close to home. Uh, we're busy enough, so. um, Yeah. Just kind of take it easy, I guess. Uh, I mean, I think you and I were talking about capitalizing on a couple, like, other world days off to work on Santa Slay. Right. And then uh, I think... Sometime between Christmas and New Year, Jimmy's supposed to come in town. That's right. Uh, yeah. I'm going to miss that, go, uh, yep. which kind of stinks. I think I'm going to go push him around the lagoon. Oh, cool. Sweet. And exchange him if he can fly me around Florida. <laughs> no, we'll uh, I don't know go. that. I don't know that I would fly around with Jimmy. He's had a couple close calls. <laughs> um, so there's two ways to look at that. Either the close calls has given him the experience that now you should be very confident. Yeah. Or that didn't seem to be the route you chose. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Jimmy. Sorry. And my best Ted accent. Sorry. 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 Um, No, we're going to go fish around the lagoon. It'll be fun. Cool. Cool. You headed anywhere? Uh, I'm headed up to East Tennessee. Nice. Um, my intention is to simply relax, yep. enjoy some cooler weather, um, get that a few things be. done around the old homestead. Um, exciting stuff that uh, I'm hoping to get done. Um, might string some barbed wire and get uh oh some like real like cowboy type stuff <laughs> part of the part of the property uh so that we can run some cattle um my neighbor is uh a farmer uh, i grew up working for him on his farm and the part of our property where my grandfather's house used to be um we're looking at probably fencing that in so that uh howard can yeah. run some cattle over there um part, uh, part of the beef or dairy beef beef oh, cattle yeah, oh. yeah, part of the time. part of the thing that we've got to overcome is the last time i was in east tennessee uh i found out from him that uh we had a here in florida you'd call it a sinkhole um but this is not really a sinkhole it's what you would refer to as a chimney opened up into a cave um, oh right it's, it's oh. about a <laughs> it's about a 15 foot deep shaft uh straight down and then you can see the entrance to the cave where everything like collapsed yeah. and went 
So we're going to fence that off so the cattle can't get to that. And then, but what if they want to go in the whole area? Right. What, what if they what? What if they want to go splunking? So is it yeah? So is it like cavernous? I have under no, the property. Oh well, all of East Tennessee is like nothing but caves and caverns. I mean, just because oh, okay. you don't want the cows in the um, caves doesn't mean we can't from, explore, right? From where we like from my house, four or five mile drive is a cavern that you can go and do tours in. Then there's Bristol Caverns that's. 10 miles away it's like every everybody is a kid that grew up up there yeah like there's big caves up there um but it's because it's all limestone rock you know right and so anyway uh we've got a we've got a a opening to a cave that we have to deal with and uh Mm -hmm. while we're up there the wife said uh she wants to do a little skeet shooting and some target shooting and hang out and i'm sure wyatt wants to get his granddaddy's old Ford truck mm-hmm. out and drive it around and clown around in it. So yeah, just going to be uh, some family time and yep. uh, I'm hoping to maybe hook up with some friends while I'm up there and get a little fishing in on the South Holston, maybe head over and fish the Watauga. Oh yeah, baby. And uh got a couple of different people that uh, probably going to try to do a beer with episode with mm-hmm. while I'm oh, up there. Good deal. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I'm really intrigued about this cave still. I know that's all I can think about. <laughs> it is. It's it's pretty wicked. Like, yeah, I'm, it's pretty cool. So want, Larry's got his own personal cave system. Yeah, I want to go down this hole. It's pretty luxurious, like Bat Cave. Right. Yeah, yeah. it's not luxurious. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. Opens up. Yeah. yeah. Um, kind of a weird topic, but related to bats. Um heavily <laughs> since we've been talking about that right. well, this brought it up <laughs> tie it all together so they carry any rabies. listeners I, I i'm aware i've seen that episode <laughs> of the office um are bats just terrible like at aim when they pee and the reason i'm asking hear me out so they hang upside down right okay so that leaves <laughs> leaves two options Either A, they pee on their own face. Cool. Not really. They probably um, fly no, around. But hear me out. So there's a boat ramp in Turkey Creek by my house. And if you go under the bri- the US-1 bridge, it smells awful. It smells like pee everywhere. And go it was on like, no. yeah, it's like, it's, it's bat pee. Uh, so there, you see the bats hanging there? Sometimes. I don't know. Well, let me... And I'm not a a batomologist. <laughs> I like it. Continue. Is it a mammal? Yes. Mm-hmm. When you sleep, as an adult, yeah. Do you pee on yourself when no. you sleep? No. And so but I'm sure they get up and kind of. Mm-hmm. Okay. So so here's here's where I'm at with that, and I'm I'm accepting that answer, sort of. If you got up to fly. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't it land in the water, and why wouldn't that flush the system out? I'm I'm sure I'm way overthinking this. I just Do you remember think it just pees up up into the bridge. <laughs> I, that's what I'm asking. 
We could look into I, it. I, I, I'm I would, afraid to Google. I would. It. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I was going to say Google's your friend in this in this case. I'm I'm really hoping there's a bat specialist that listens to this. So it's what just are like you going to waiting for 38 episodes for? Like I what mean, kind of like hashtag ads are you going to get after you Google that? That's why I won't do it. Uh-huh. I don't. Well, you know, I've I've watched Nat Geo episodes of of baby birds that squirt it out, out of the nest. way, and and I'm cool with that. So maybe they it just because I just remember like when I was a kid that bridge did not stink that bad. Well, <laughs> are you sure that there's just not like land crabs living under the edges of the bridge? No, there's no homeless people. There's uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was rude. Well, have you ever seen a bat drink? Are you sure it's pee? Dude, I'm asking questions. I'm not a bat expert, okay? And I know people are thinking, like, "Wow, Ben's really dumb." Like, this it's should the, be blatantly obvious. I get it. It's the PBR <laughs> coffee. Yeah, brings to mind the uh, yeah. If you haven't tried that, I'm gonna recommend it. Ten out of ten. That, as far as coffee review goes, that's a Charleston ten. Mm-hmm. Um, blue ribbon coffee. <laughs> better than PBR itself. Or uh, which is not true. And many canned coffees. It's <laughs> <laughs> unfortunate. I'm going to do it for you right now. Okay. How do bats see? We'll just put P. Yeah. They're like every other oh, mammal. Look at it's that. It's the first one. Do bats pee upside down? <laughs> <laughs> ben is not the first inquiring mind that mm-hmm. wanted to know. No, because like... Now, I do know... That I have seen, I want to say either on Tosh 2.0 or Ridiculousness, mm-hmm. a picture of a bat with a raging heart on and the bat <laughs> licking its own fucking wiener. So it's not beyond, you know, reason to right? think that maybe they pee in their face well, while they're hanging upside <laughs> down. And okay, it's the actual but- animal that smells. That's what you're smelling. Okay, well, that's why I was asking. Is like, is it like, damn, you need a bath. You need to swim into that water. And I know that doesn't work that way. I get it. Okay, um, judge me later. Um, or is it like, are they able to like kind of go up and out and it's like clipping the wall? I don't know. <laughs> so I haven't gotten <laughs> to the park, but this is. <clears throat> but Carl, it smelled so bad. <laughs> A Russian scientist. No, this is fake news. Who works for the UN coordinated Eurobats office. That seems fake. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm getting there. That's the job. That's my, it. My solution was more entertaining. I was just gonna watch all like the new Batman movies back to back to back and to see, see if, if I could, could notice sort it anything. Out. Yeah. I don't care about the storyline. I'm just gonna watch the bats. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we've beat this with a dead horse. <laughs> I'm going to Google it. I'll let you guys know next time they, we record. They pee and perform their bowel movements in flight. Boom. Okay. Boom. So bats, get better aim. Hit the toilet. Don't hit the rim. All right. Well, I would have to say that uh, that is definitely <laughs> the closeout for episode 38. For those of you that have lived your life wondering how the defecation <laughs> and urination mm-hmm. of bats happens. Stuff keeps you up at night. Geology. We, we covered have, geology. We, we have covered. answered your questions. And, uh, you know, we're probably not going to see you guys again until after Christmas. Um, so, everybody have a holly jolly 
Christmas and a happy new year. This has been episode 38 of Taylor Trash Fly Fishing. Carl's out of jail. Rejoice. <laughs> and we'll catch you next the time. Elves were related. <laughs>